Should we carry on? Yeah. Should we start? Please. It's been a while. It's been a while. Yeah, like beginning um, of August, I think. Three weeks. Okay. okay. Maybe four. That's not as bad as I thought, maybe. Three's good. If it's four, that's not great. Um, Jay, I should probably start doing like what I think the uh, kids call housekeeping. You know, like general pointers of other episodes before we get into it, you know? Okay. Um, And I think giving an update into my schedule will help with those expecting... Yeah, uh, I'm curious as episodes. well. Sure. Okay, so... First up, the most recent recording is going out today. So, yeah, we'll be caught up in terms of normal TGO shows by the time this goes live. We've also got the TGO Ragnarok, God of War Ragnarok special going live i've edited it i'm just waiting for the thumbnail so that will be going live i don't know when it's done probably to bridge the gap between tgo show 86 and then 87 which is this recording why why was our last one called star cell because starfield looks really good oh so like we were trying to sell it is that what the whole point <laughs> uh it will sell itself it will sell right. itself okay and then Fair we enough. did one before <clears throat> on the original reveal last year which we labeled his staff uh fail oh. so i just wanted because it didn't look that good it didn't look as good as we were hoping so well i think it's just because we hadn't seen any of it you know well technically i'd seen more than you because i'd seen the leaks but yeah sure we've actually oh yeah i see it now staff fail that's funny yeah that was nine months ago we did that one yeah wow so how wow. things have changed so the TGO special on that will be going up to bridge those <sighs> two episodes. And in terms of timetables, uh-huh. so I don't think we'll be recording next week because me and Jay are going to be, be playing a game called Starfield. In this long, to be specific. Three days. Three days, nine hours, 40 minutes, 55 seconds. I thought it was out on a Friday. Yeah, to midnight Friday morning. Are you staying up? No. Okay. I'll play you got work Friday. Home. Yeah. Okay. All right. But as soon as I get home, that is what I'm going to be doing. I'm working from home on Friday, and I'm I'm super grateful, dude, because <laughs> I'm just gonna I'm gonna no 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 I'll finish work at like three four, but then I'm straight. Oh, so we'll, here. we'll be playing at roughly the same time. Then. Yeah, yeah. But I'm, so, like, I'm I get right home here, at four, so. so. I, I'm quite grateful I don't have to like train at home because like oh dude oh yeah that's no thank you but I'll all be pre you've preloaded I assume what was it 100 gigs yeah yeah 100 I think I think yeah, we're only going to have to download 26 gig on the day that's good I think it's 126 for Xbox and 136 for PC now that's the sort of game I don't mind having a big sales f- file size, Jay. I deleted Unlike loads Warzone. of stuff to make room as well. So, yeah. you want to share what you deleted? Anything that I'll feel like good about? I love a good deletion. Oh, I got rid of Fallout Three, um, and uh, like all of the Call of Duties I, I re-downloaded. Oh right, ready just for like to... the acquisition or? No, I I downloaded them just to see what the multiplayer was like. Oh. I told you, didn't I, about like the first thing I heard in like, one of the uh, one of the game chats was uh, not very nice words. I was like, "Oh, we're back." Yeah, Call of Duty still the same, still the same old Xbox chat. You know, are they all still fixed, Jay? Those uh, servers? Oh, dude, they're clean. Really? Not no lag. It's the cleanest I've ever had in my life. Really? It's oh, it's perfection. Okay. 
it's nice to go back to. I kind of want yeah. still want to try out a couple other ones as well. Okay. So we'll be doing that next week. So I think. What do I think? We definitely have to do a special. For sure. But, but we'll what probably I... do one before that, though, right? We'll probably do a we'll do a, a regular episode then a special one after. I think you're right, Jay. I'll get your thoughts on this, right? But I think what we should do is at least play the game for a couple of weeks. Probably don't I'd say talk three about or four it. Weeks Agreed. And so I think we should do a normal episode where we don't really talk about it that much. Then we, just we sort do of this... give our like, you know, we're we're with this. Is it broken in, or not? This sure. kind of thing, you know. And then maybe we'll do a special. If funny happened, maybe I don't know. <laughs> we'll do a special, and then we'll do after the special. We'll have a every show will have a catch up of where we're at with it. How about yeah. that? I think I'm actually I'm, the thing I'm more excited about is the fact that we're going to be playing at the same time. Sure. And what was the last time we played a game at the same time together? Wonderlands. Yeah, that's what was that March last year? Yeah, no, May last year. Came out. I thought it was March. Came out in Ma- yeah. May. March. May. I thought it was May. <laughs> it was one of the M's. <laughs> mother. Yeah. Mother. Mother. Yeah. Let me have a quick look at this. Tell me when we when you get slow down on my end, by the way, Jay, because I I don't know. The second no, you said, let's check this. Uh it's when I'm googling it. Right, yeah. March twenty fourth. March. Okay. Uh thank you. Yes. Okay. No, yeah, so March. So One that's quite ends. a long time. That's quite a long time ago. What, a year and yeah, a half like... ago? About 18 months ago, yeah. 18, 19 yeah. months ago. Jesus. I could have saw we played we something at the same time nearer than that, but I can't remember what it was. Now. Wolong, maybe? Maybe. I think I might have finished Wolong and you just started it. Maybe. That's true. Elle was saying um, he's quite excited for me to play Starfield when it's because it's brand new, you know. And he's like, "When's the last time you did that, Nick?" And I'm like, "Yeah, yeah." What yeah, is the last time, last game you played day one? I guess if you if you don't class Wonderlands, yeah. Um. Uh, I'm tempted to. I think the last was part two. Oh, yeah, that was what 2019, 2020. I think it was 2019. Jesus, yeah, that's a long time. June. Ago. June or July, I think. I'm trying to think what was the last thing I played there. Well, technically a game <laughs> that I'm about to talk about. I think I play more games day one than I do you not. You play a lot more, dude. You've, you've got like Need for Speed and loads, yeah, mate. Unbound, yeah. A lot of Game Pass games. I play a lot of uh, Game Pass day one things. Sure. So just down topic of housekeeping. <laughs> so um, so yeah, so let, we'll do that then. So we'll have a quick update. Maybe the show after we've had it for a couple of weeks, we'll just give, you know, general like, okay, it's not broken or it's not terrible or a rough guideline. You know, here's where we're at. How many hours are, are we still playing it, etc. Then we'll do a special and then we'll give regular updates after that until either us are done with the game or not done with the game or whatever. We're not even going to be close. So that's that. That's funny. I remember. I don't know if you remember uh, Tyler. I think it was either. It might be. Yeah, I think it was Tyler back in high school. I remember him saying once, "Oh, I, I, when I played Fallout Three for the first time, I'd, all I did was play the main story and just like got to the end super quick." Whenever I think of like a Bethesda game, I always think of that story of him telling that and me being like, "Well, that probably wasn't the best thing to do." Oh no! As in, he did that. Yeah. Maybe no, he did no. it after he'd already played it for ages, but I just thought it was maybe he like tested it or something. But I always I don't I mean, know why that that story just sticks in my mind to be like as don't in do as that. in yeah yeah yeah. 
No, 100%. Well, I guess play the games you want to play, but you're right, Jay. Don't play them like that. Yeah, I mean, there was definitely it. people in our school that did that ferociously, I would say. I don't even really remember. That was just one that stuck out for me. Well, to be honest, I, even, I like, think it's, I just like overheard it and I was like, oh, that's strange. That's weird. Dude, I remember um, some of the guys from back home, They when they got Red Dead 2, it was like, oh yeah, I finished the story in like a week. I'm like, what? It's like Dude, 60 hours long. I played long. that game for a week and a half. I didn't even get close. That's what I mean. So, like, it definitely... So I think the filthy casuals do it, if I'm honest, Jay. I, I, I genuinely do. I think they hear a game like Red Dead 2 or Starfield, and they mainline it, and they're like, yeah, yeah, completed that, completed that. It's like, dude, you haven't even come close to experiencing that game. You finished Red Dead 2? Yeah. I haven't Yeah, I do plan on going back. But um, what, what was your opinion of Red Dead 2? That's, like, one of your, like, up there games, you'd say. Yeah, I'd say so. How, you remember, Jay... Yeah, go on, you say. I was just going to say, do you remember me talking to you during COVID about... Yes. Um, yeah, all that Specifically, sort of I remember you saying silver lining. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Remember? Yeah. Now, I was going to ask, do you... Do you I, yeah. I know the number, but do you know how long that game was in development for? I, I want to say eight, seven, eight years? Yeah, seven or eight years. Starfield is supposedly the same. Sure. So I think if there's hopefully anything to go by in terms of the length of a you know time taken to develop, hopefully that should be some indication. But you know, not always the case. Sure, but dude, that's um, isn't that mental that people have been working on that game for that? Like that's nearly a decade of your life. Wait, what Starfield? Mean? Yeah, yeah. Well, I remember Todd saying he they literally started developing it right after Fallout 4 came out. They were like, right, on to the next one, go. <laughs> sure. So 2016, they were like, yep, let's just go. On so do you next. think, if they say that, Jay, do you think the DLCs for Fallout 4 are pretty much oh. nearly done by the time 4 comes out then? Yeah, I'd say so. I pro- They probably had at least two out of the three or four done. Sure. I reckon whatever was left was just um, a small team was left behind to uh, to work Finish on it. it up. Yeah, but sure. to be honest, though, like of the seven or eight years that Starfield has been in production, I'd imagine at least six to twelve months of that was pre pre production of just like what's the idea, you know? Mm-hmm. Like there probably wasn't actually any like any like actual graphical development until probably a couple of months after that anyway. So they might have not even needed the whole team initially anyway. It reminds me of um, Borderlands 3 DLC. Remember when Randy Pitcher was talking about how they had all the different teams working on the DLCs? But to be fair, how quickly those DLCs came out definitely made, I think, made us both think that, that they were pretty much done. It was just a case of sort of finishing them off. And, and, and I think it's a good thing to do. Really. Hmm. I'm hoping that's part of the reason why they delayed for, for so long. Because in theory, we should have already had this game for almost a year now. Oh, dude, I hope it's polished, man. I'm, pr- I'm Oh, praying. it will be. Dude, I'm they've been praying. polishing for at least three or four months, if not longer. It's got to I be. think that I'm pretty sure it was content complete before November last year, if I'm honest, Jay. Yeah, I think the majority, I mean, of, of the interviews I've heard them say, you know, a lot of it was just like the, the article that stuck up to me was they, they're still looking under every rock possible, basically. For, for, for bugs, like bugs and things. Or right. like things that aren't quite in place or, you know, tweaking here and there. So. I think at this point they're just sort of like nitpicking. Dude, how do you how do you test a game like that? You know? Um probably easier than you think, but still quite a task. I mean, I know they've all played it for hundreds of hours, if not probably close to thousands for some people. Sure, so. sure, 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 sure. 
All right. Well, should we should we dive in? Because we're, we're both getting very excited about. Um... Dude, I'm so hyped. I'm trying not to get too excited though. I'm actually my mind isn't actually really on Starfield too much at the minute. It's more into like watching movies and TV shows still. I think that's good. To be honest, Jay, what you said to me earlier this week is how more I'm feeling in terms of I'm sort of I'm finishing off a couple of bits before Starfield, right? And I'm not going to start anything else new now. Obviously, I'm finishing off a few things, but. I am almost getting to the point now where I'm sort of like just biding my time for Starfield. Dude, I've been biding my time since end of July. <laughs> <laughs> I've been struggling, dude. Seriously. I can't remember the last time I've been I've done that for a game. Like probably Red Dead Two or like I just I dude, mm. I remember picking it up. I think I've told you this story before, but I picked it up at midnight, come back, um, and I had to install it and it was like a hundred gigs. And like yeah. I remember I cleaned the whole flat at like one o'clock in the morning and there was still twenty gigs left. And I was like, well, what the fuck am I supposed to do now? Like go to yeah. bed at that point. Just wait. Oh no, 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 no. Absolutely not. No, I think the last game I waited this long for might have been Gotham Knights. If I had to think about it. Was it October last year? What as in you were like prepping for sort no, of No, just more of like just biding my time. Mm. Being mm. like, I I gotta do something. <laughs> but I feel like after Starfield, Jay, like j- without going too much into it, right? I feel like anytime you're going to wait for a game after Starfield, whether that be Cyberpunk DLC, Spider Man Two, whatever that might be, yeah, you've, you've, you've always got you, you've already got you've always got Starfield to to fall back on if you need to play something. To right? be honest, so... yeah, I think I'm hoping that I won't need to play those other games until much later. Mm. Like I'm hoping that I can have Starfield, Cyberpunk. Spider-Man 2 and a couple other Game Pass games that are coming out. I'll be playing some of them over Christmas, hopefully. Awesome. What's the plan? Hopefully, whatever comes out in the next two months is going to last me until February next year is the plan. And then some games come out in Feb, do they? They certainly do. Um, Do you reckon we... Bethesda games have always landed near Christmas for me, so they're always Christmas games. Do you reckon we might be playing... Um, Starfield to some serious extent, even at Christmas over the Christmas period, or I'll probably be on my second playthrough. Hopefully, oh, wish. Well, I'll probably have my first one, and I'll still probably keep doing stuff with it. But I'll hope I'll at least have enough knowledge to have wanted to start the second or third one. Dude, Spider Man Two is going to look like chump change being fifty hours compared to Starfield. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of funny. Uh... Almost, like I've played Spider Man One four or five times. Sure, sure. And the DLC four or five times. Sure. So, uh, I'm pr- I, you know, I, I really enjoy those. So if I can do that again on this one, that'd be. Uh, I definitely got my money's worth out of that. Like mm. two or three times over, I think. Well, we're both very excited for it. So mm. that's good. Um, Jay, let's jump in. Let's jump Please. in. Um, on the news doc, Jay, or the news stories you've given me, I didn't get like a Gamescom overview or summary? I don't suppose you've got one, have you? Or is there not one out there? I didn't really look. Do you I want... That... Go by... you can, I mean, I can find one. Is, is that going to be the easiest... Is that going to be the easiest thing to do? To yeah, cover... then I can just sort of like nitpick which ones. Um... Sure. All Gamescom announced. And some of these new stories are included in the Gamescom presentation, right? In terms of like 40k Probably. dark tide stuff like Probably. that, Maybe. yeah, fine. Yeah. Okay. Oh, boo, 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 boo. 
Sorry, guys. Technical difficulties. We're just loading up things. Well, look, if we're going to do that, then let's just jump into the news now. So yeah, actually, I think the ones in the news are ones that specifically weren't mentioned in Opening Night Live. Did you want to go through Opening Night Live, opening night live announcements and stuff, or are you good? I mean, I was just going to sort of nitpick here and there. All right, well, I'll run through the news stories, and you Please, can yeah. let me know if you want to add anything else to it. I haven't watched it. I can't be asked to watch it. Um, mainly because yeah, there's I... just major spoilers for Modern Warfare 3, because I haven't finished the Modern Warfare 2 campaign yet, so I'm just going to... Yeah, I'm I mean, gonna... there could be. I couldn't even turn here, but... Um, I'll yes. do I went on... Sorry, go on. I think uh, it's not necessarily worth watching, but... The same thing I, I mentioned to you. The same thing happened again with lack of security on uh, mm. on Jeff's part, which was a bit. You know, people. You know, if you listen to this, you probably know. Some people managed to storm the stage again, and then I was saying to you about how I think if that happens, that can't, that cannot happen again. Yeah, agreed. Because uh, the fact that Todd Howard came out on stage literally forty five, fifty seconds after that, like, had that happened when Todd was on stage, that would have been different. That. That would have been awful. That would have been probably the end of GF, honestly. <laughs> Definitely the end so, of opening uh, night live, I would imagine. To be I don't know. I think it just would have been a bad situation. I mean, it's bad enough that it already happened on his watch. Yeah. I, the thing is, I don't think that Jeff has enough, that Jeff necessarily is the person to go to. I think it's more the um, the place that it's held. Like mm-hmm. it was held in Germany, right? So it should, I think Jeff maybe needs to warn people next time. And be like, look, this has happened before. Reputation of trolls, so you need to uh, maybe up the security, and if not, I'll help pay for it or something. Because you know? especially, I think Jeff's thing is obviously Game Awards, right? So if uh, that's his thing, he might need to put a bit, put a bit more effort into and uh, making sure the security is insane on that one. Like, I, even with like even with the first thing that happened last year, like it's almost like that kind of thing where like if you carry around a ladder and wear a high vis, you can get it anywhere. <laughs> like that's yeah. one of those things. You wear a high vis, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you, yeah. you can walk into any building in the world, and people think, oh, they're just doing maintenance. Yeah, maintenance, maintenance guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, I feel What's like that I had in the suitcase? That sort of... Oh, just screw, screw driver. Oh, okay, yeah, just yeah. toolbox, whatever, right? Yeah, 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 like I feel like that's there was that kind of syndrome, I guess. Sure. Um, of the whole situation, so so I think it makes it harder. I think people might need to be screened or something. But again, that just costs too much money and takes too much time. Yeah, like you say, Jay, as, as these events get bigger and more, you know, whatever, like more people watch them, I think naturally the more security conscious they've got to be. Um, and just for a comparison case, Jay, I know it's not the same, but people, I think more people watch the Game Awards than they watch the Oscars. And I know no one watches the Oscars, but just as an example, right? <laughs> But you've got to imagine how much more secure is the Oscars than the Game Awards? Probably a lot more secure. So yeah, I think they have. I think that's the thing. Each celebrity probably has their own security detail, as right. well as the added for the, <laughs> the general building. Yeah, right. The whole thing's probably surrounded with police with like machine guns or something. So oh, can I just go on a quick side tangent, Jake? It's, it's actually pretty coming... easy to do in Europe, by the way. Like if you go to any European airport, there are police with like jet, like UMP forty fives, like genuinely. Mm-hmm. They're everywhere. <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah, go on, tangent. Yeah, just a quick one. Um, just reflecting on some of the old game awards, I just feel as though I'm not sure whether Jeff's trying to um trying to merge common popular culture 
more with video games because as we've talked about before there is still a bit of a gap there but i do find it a bit weird that there is a little bit of a consistent obsession with getting celebrities there and presenting an awards well asking them to present awards when actually you know there's no need for them to come on stage and fib or lie about how you know video games have affected their lives or their grandchildren's lives i think why not just get someone from the industry right like the oscars doesn't have anyone from the game industry so like do you know what i mean like it's a tough one because i think keanu was maybe one of the first um sure examples of this and he killed it like he absolutely destroyed um didn't we have um al pacino last year and that was one of the examples from like yeah that was unnecessary like al pacino didn't need to be there like he doesn't like young people don't know who al pacino is i mean they do but they don't give a shit like, and also like he doesn't play video games you know like well that's not even that i just think al pacino isn't our generation like so, he's yeah, not okay, really, yeah. i think i think maybe for older millennials or maybe even like younger boomers maybe but not 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 for z or alpha or, or young but maybe the older gamers are the ones watching it perhaps i'm not sure yeah but uh, i don't know i guess you I you know. i think you can try to appeal to everybody but you're always going to annoy someone aren't you yeah sure sure so, hard to say but I, I don't know i think if they i, I think henry cavill would be an amazing um guest 100 percent, jay you're so spot on with that henry cavill is spot on i think if he came on to do something warhammer related That'd be or cool. even Witcher, whatever. Like, yeah, totally. No, I think just because he's, he's, he's doing the he's doing the Warhammer uh, Amazon the, show, isn't he? Sure, so, sure, sure. I think if if they had some sort of like you know game coming out for that, that'd be cool. But Joe, you remember when that Lord of the Rings TV show came out? You remember that? Yeah, they finished filming already the second series, didn't they? Ah, uh, okay. I thought everyone had wiped it from their memories already, but I mean, I try to forget as best I can. As far as I'm concerned, the only Lord of the Rings that have ever existed are the books in the first three movies. Same with Star Wars, same with Indiana <laughs> Jones. Indiana Jones is only three movies. Ghostbusters. Well, actually, I watched the uh, I watched the the uh, the newer sequel to Ghostbusters. Afterlife. Uh, Afterlife. It's actually decent, and I cannot yeah. wait for the next one. Cannot wait for the next one. Are they doing the next one? Yeah, they got delayed, but it's decent. It's actually so decent. Is Afterlife set like rebooting it again, as it were? No, it's just the grandkids of one of the original Ghostbusters. So, is it related to the 2016? Is it 2016? Not at all. No, the 2016 thing didn't happen in this universe. Did they? Did any of the OG Ghostbusters were they in the 2016 film? No, but they were in this one. Ah, do you think they knew how bad it was then? Yeah. Okay. Okay. I think they might have even made a joke about it in the movie. Okay. Got you. Should be funny, but uh, yeah. So. Yeah. Sorry, I think we were uh, discussing Gamescom. So are you okay for me to move on to the news? Just go. Go for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Also, do you tell me if I'm too quiet or whatever or whatever, you know? I can't hear. I can't hear myself. Okay. First up, this comes from... The Larian, Larian, Larian Studios director on Larian. Twitter. Yes. I will call it Twitter because me too. Twitter. It's it's Twitter. It never E three Twitter. Same thing. Um, Baldur's Gate three on Xbox will have cross save compatibility, not just with PC but also with PS five. Jay. Yeah. So this was just more to remind me about the fact that Larian um, 
and Phil Spencer at Gamecom literally had a meeting and were like, look, we need to get this thing on Xbox. What can we do? And so Xbox were like, yeah, we'll send over our team and we'll get it fixed. It's coming out this year. So mental. Thank God for that. I know. I know. Phil even said in the in part of an interview, he was like, he was saddened at the fact that it's coming out on PlayStation before it's coming out on Xbox because he knew how much he was going to lose out on the uh, on some audiences, which I'd be pissed to do as well, to be honest. Like, like that's it is a little bit like exclusivity, but maybe not as like not a year long period afterwards, more like a couple months, but. Even so, it's going to affect it, regardless. But I, I still, I think this game is going to be probably the best-selling, one of the best-selling games of this year. Actually, I think it might have even beat out Harry Potter. That can't be uh, right. Harry Potter um, sold the most this year, and I think uh, Baldur's Gate is like a good, decent chunk of the way there. And we haven't even come come out on PlayStation or Xbox yet, so. Have to wait and see on that one. Although, to be honest, I mean, Spider Man's probably got a pretty good shot at it too. Same with Starfield. I think the first half of this year was pretty lacking, but the second half is probably one of the better gaming release schedules we've ever had. Like, like I saw someone make a list of all the games that have already come out this year, and I was like, oh, actually, maybe 2023 wasn't that bad. <laughs> kind of pretty stacked year, oh, to be dude. honest. I think, I think 2023 might be the, the best year we've had in the last five, probably. I think the best year since 2018, I think. 2018 sure. or 2019. Actually, wow. no, 2019 was lacking is what I meant, but yeah. Oh, okay. So yeah, 2018 would have been the best Yeah, Yeah, yeah. Agreed. Yeah. Yeah, it, this whole... Well, first of all, Jay, you told me to go watch that Phil Spencer interview with Destin Legary, conducted mm-hmm. the Gamescom. Definitely worth a watch for anyone interested in Xbox and Destin asking yeah. Phil. Spencer I love Destin's questions, questions, dude. I love it when Phil can answer them too. He's he's like he's good at it. He can like he the co- you can see the cogs just like really really going. Yeah, yeah, totally. He's such yeah. an awesome interview e to watch. And I think um you know Destin's a fan of Xbox and he's a, I think he's a fan of Phil Spencer, but he also knew there were some really hard questions that he really wanted to ask him yeah the kind so, of things where like you'd i almost was like oh like i kind of cringed a little bit like oh you asked him that jesus like i was a little shocked that like i think there's almost like an unspoken rule that a lot of journalists don't ask the hard-hitting questions anymore and i love that i think ryan is pretty good at it too mm. ryan and destin are pretty amazing at asking the hard-hitting questions Agreed. i want to see more of that because i feel like people have had it way too easy it's quite crazy to me, just on this story, it's quite crazy to me that, uh, you know, well, actually, I guess it's good that Xbox made it work, but it is a bit crazy that, it, you know, a couple of meetings later and it's like, yeah, it's coming this year. I'm like, well, it does also make me think, again, we've talked about this at length, right? But what issues of communication have Xbox got where, again, I mean, Jay, you, you we spoke about this, right? Like, Baldur's Gate 3 couldn't bring the split screen mode and features to Series S so it can't launch on Series S or X. It's yeah, like parody. let it go guys. Let yeah, I mean it's I know almost like they have too much almost too much faith in their own, in themselves. Mm. Like when we know that they probably shouldn't have that much faith in themselves. <laughs> it's like we look you're Xbox, you tend not to meet a lot of expectations anyway, so just you know, you keep you this thing Phil just keeps going on and on about how Oh, we're going to meet deadlines. We're going to meet expectations sign, but you just don't, mm. and you're still not doing it. I don't think. I don't think. I think you could literally say Xbox's middle name is inconsistent. Mm. But I would like to see. You know, that's, I feel like 
consistency is is probably one of the hardest things in any industry. Like consistency is probably like is like catching lightning in a bottle. Like it really is. It's like it very rarely happens. Again and again and again and again. It's more of just like a human error type thing, I guess. It's just it's just very you know, it's high expectation. You shouldn't always expect the perfect thing every time. And when if it we does look happen, at... that's when you get the best of the product, you know. And if we look <laughs> at any studios who did have some form of consistency over a long period, yeah, let's say Bioware, right? They have Dude. Mass Effect one, two, three, and the Dragon Age games. And that was it. They're right? on the complete other end of the spectrum now. They're like exactly. way at the bottom for me. Like as far as I'm concerned, if Bioware went under, wouldn't surprise me. Exactly. And I would argue that Rockstar is beginning to wane too, truth be told. Yeah. with A lot of these the older re- ones are starting to wane, yeah. I, I mean, Naughty like... Dog, what have they been doing for, you know, a failed yeah. multiplayer game because Sony's forcing them to make it. We don't know what they're doing. I think and, you know, Naughty Dog's a funny years. one because I, I think they think too highly of themselves. They think, oh, we made two of the best-selling games ever. We don't really need to. Like, they're almost, to me, they're a little bit like a YouTuber who knows that they're going to get guaranteed 10 million views on each video. So they only release one video every month. I'm okay with that. Yeah, I am too. But I feel like rather than a month, it's like every five to seven years, which is probably a good thing because I'd rather a company who knows they're that good should take the time to be that good. right? But it's almost like whenever they talk about themselves, they think of themselves like so highly and like it's like, mm, hang on. I mean, be, be around fair. a little bit longer for us to give a shit. I think to well, be honest, if you if you you can only speak that highly of yourself if you've if the community agrees. Like to me, Bethesda can talk like that, and I think oh, Bioware Jay. at one point could. Sure, dude. Naughty Dog been making masterpieces yes, since Uncharted Two. They've been making games for a long time, but I Jack don't. And I, Daxter, I don't think they Crash can Bandicoot. quite say. Like they're not on Bethesda's level. I don't. Think. Oh, Jay, I can. I think they're above Bethesda, frankly, right now. If you were like, who would you want a game from tomorrow? I oh, think they're definitely question. like maybe they're top five. I think they're top three for sure. In fact, Jay, I think Bethesda may not be top three depending on Starfield. Who develops Horizon? Guerrilla Studios. Uh, They've not, Jay, not even no, close. No, I know. I'm, I think in terms of like portfolio, they haven't. But I think consistency. Thing, and it, I think, um, yeah, I think if you if you base it on portfolio on previous things, I guess you could say they're in. You know, there's a lot of studios in the running. To be there's fair, definitely Jay, a lot where you can look at and go, they probably had the chance to like take the place of someone else. In the just like the Baldur's Gate three developers, like you yeah, can kind Larian of see the writing on the wall if, there. That's the thing. Larian are made up of old Bioware devs, right? They're the ones. Who, old Bioware were made Baldur's Gate one and two. Right, right, right. So it makes sense to me that I, I, genu- I genuinely think that whatever Larian's next game is, either has has a fifty fifty chance of being as good as BG three or just terrible. Mm. They're one of the, I feel like they're one of those studios where they might have again lightning in a bottle, and it's either going to be not not even close or maybe somewhere close. Reminds me a bit of From Soft as well, Jay. Right, like we could see that, yeah. that it was building and building and building up to Elden Ring. But then Armour yeah, Core 6 Ring has was just dropped, their, and then... Um, what do you call it? Magnum Opus? Right, right. It's their, it's their somewhat pinnacle, as, from, as far as we've seen. I, I do think Armour Core is... It's not funny. I think any game that FromSoft now releases after Elden Ring 
doesn't necessarily have to be heralded, but I think it has enough behind it where you can't say too much bad about it. Like it'll never be less than a seven, let's put it that way. Anything cool. from Soft makes now will never be less than probably an eight, if you ask me. Like I just think they have at this point they have the consistency, quality, like all in the same thing. Like anything they release is going to be top notch. It's going to be it's going to be in the highest level of what AAA can do. If you ask me. Well, to be fair, you they could, show, they've you proven argue... themselves, you know. Mm. Couldn't you argue they have been doing that since Dark Souls One? Oh, dude, they've been doing that for a long time. Yeah. Mm. I just think I just think people didn't recognize it until Dark Souls Two came out. Because Dark Souls One didn't sell until I think right before Dark Souls Two or just after. Sure, sure, sure. Dark Souls One sold fifty thousand copies in its first year. Right. Fifty thousand. That's disgusting. How like how low is that, dude? (laughs) I think the majority of that was Japanese. I reckon it probably sold more last year on a random year. Oh, dude, than it did in its first year. Hundred percent. It probably yeah. sold more in like six months than it did in its first year. Mental. Pick any year. Yeah. Right. Crazy. Exactly. Exactly. Good on. Let's move on because we're 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 getting into some good tangents. It's a good topic, here. though. Good topic. It is. It is. Um, what what I feel like I was going to say something that uh, something about Bioware. Yeah, and just the communication with Xbox in that right. Just oh, the in terms of. The the yeah, next yeah. gen the next gen stuff. I know Series S classes as next gen, I get that, but I think we, we really are feeling the hits here, Jay, of now we're in a place where we have mid generation upgrades and we have half generation upgrades at a new generation in terms of Series S not being as powerful as a Series X. And I think we're really suffering from that in terms of owners of the top gen console right now, right? There might be a case, Jay, in a year or two years' time where we're going to get the Series X.5, whatever the well, hell they call I can, it. I can speak on that because Phil's already spoken on that. He says it's not happening. He said what, the next console you'll get out of us will be the next Xbox. It'll be the next generation. You're ju- He said that. Pretty sure, yeah. And I think so the mid-generation well. upgrades are like going out the door now, are they? Not like well, weren't worth it or what? I think I genuinely think Phil is potentially making is like making something, but I think they're waiting to see what Sony does. Because Sony have said both. They've said they're going to do a mid and they're not going to do a mid on different occasions. Right. So I think they're just sort of testing, seeing what you know the industry's up to, basically. I guess the question is, Jay, how well do the PS4 Pro and the 1X sell? I don't know. So I, I was going to bring up, you have said to me before about how the Series S seems to be the thing holding X back. Do you know what it feels like to me? It feels a little bit like, you know, if you had like a little brother and like you want to go hang out with your mates, but you have to bring your little brother with you. Yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. kind of what the Series S feels like to me. It's like, oh, do I have to? That's kind of what it feels like. And he's just overburdened. <laughs> and he ends up hurting his knee or something. Like, oh, I've got to go home now and take him home and all this right. kind of ball. That's kind of what that feels like to me. Like a really burdensome younger brother. You know? I, I like who you it's... love at the end of the day, but he's just a nuisance <laughs> right now, you know. Like he's he, mum and dad love him, but I couldn't give a shit, you know. Yeah, yeah, whatever, whatever. Yeah, like he's just think, you know. I want to um, do my own thing. I want to be independent or whatever. I think developers probably see that too, right? Because they must. They've do. now got to technically develop for what maybe four Xbox platforms, if you class Xbox One too. Uh, I, I genuinely hope does. that if anyone's making games now, that they have taken Xbox One out of the out of the equation. I should hope so. 
Yeah, I, I think mean, anything anything being made after 2021 should not even have X uh, X one and even in its crosshairs at all. Mm, mm. And to be honest, I, I genuinely think if uh, if a game company even bothered to want to make it for S as well, then they shouldn't. They should just ignore it. I think it sends Xbox a message as well. Although I I bet there's something like a contract. I reckon if you sign a contract with Xbox that says if you want to make a game for our console have to make it for s as well i reckon well, that, that's part of the contract that that is exactly what destin brought up in the interview because that is in place for Baldur's gate 3 and i can't go. remember it was something the something clause just a parity clause right it just means that if you if the the, the game has to run with all the same features on both consoles but you exactly. can't miss out a single feature but they've made an exception for Baldur's gate 3 in this case right because the and people also... spoke up like there was literally talk online so much talk online that they were like right we just have to make an exception this time but again it just it just it's um it's frustrating jay because yeah. games like god of war ragnarok Holds for Xbox instance, back. you know there's there's moments in god of war ragnarok where you're like the only reason this is in here is because it needs to run on ps4 the only reason oh, in this section there's actually a really funny thing there was an article about how armored core 6 runs better on ps4 pro than it does on ps ps5 how's that what yeah how is that is Digital that? Foundry? Um, maybe I don't know. Really? Yeah. Isn't that crazy? And that what's the funny, point like, of owning a PS5? <laughs> everything Digital Foundry have done recently with like comparison of X and PS5 in terms of like uh, performance, PS5 has been lacking in every occasion. Has it really? Like on most things, PS5 is like ten frames behind. On most things but to be fair we knew the xbox was more powerful right oh it's, on paper it is massively yeah but it seems to also be proving itself um in in practice as well That's xbox is way above they just need games but no i hear you isn't that funny can you imagine the ps5 ran as good as the x and the x ran much worse like ps5 would be two or three times ahead of where they are where they are now yeah i mean they like, would be, be ahead, crazy yeah, yeah when they yeah. are already ahead by twice the amount but Right, right. Imagine be, if they had even, the technical. It would literally be like it, you wouldn't you wouldn't be able to see them on, on the horizon anymore. Like at least Xbox can somewhat see them in front of them, but, but... I suppose they sort of did. They sort of did that with yeah. Then they they did they did that with PS4 because like I don't even know if Xbox One sold fifty million units and the PS4 sold what like one hundred twenty million units. So like yeah, or something over, crazy. Over double, so, yeah. So. And it was cheaper, and it was technically more powerful, I think. Mm-hmm. So crazy, crazy, isn't it? Crazy. Uh, according to P, as reported by PC Gamer, uh, mm-hmm. developer Fat Shark, what a great name, has revealed that Warhammer 40k Dark Tide will be coming to Series X and S on October 4th. Yeah, it was supposed to come out May of this year, and then they delayed it. All of a sudden, they were like, "Right, not doing that," and we'll bring it out later. I think so it's because again, they had broke. trouble trying to. Yeah, I think they had a lot of trouble on PC. They were just having to fix a bunch of stuff. I don't think it was like broken per se. I just think it didn't run on console as well as it did on PC. So they were like, "Right, we'll delay it and get it to run better." Which I'm happy about. I've been wanting to play this game for ages. I don't think Do it'll be... play as well as I'd like it to, but I'm still gonna give it a go. Will you be um... probably? Probably won't be playing, playing it day, day one. one. No, no. I, I'll st- I'll probably still be playing. Well, actually, Cyberpunk probably won't take me that long to play, just because I'm pretty efficient with that game. 
Um, I'm hoping Starfield will still be on my radar. So it's it's up for debate, really. I probably I might play it day one. Just depends on where I'm at. But really. do you, don't you um, it's like that Cyberpunk DLC might be as big as like Blood and Wine, right? Which is massive. Dude, it's it's a big DLC. I'm gonna mm. let's talk about it in a little while, but man, okay. yeah, it's uh, it's crazy. It's coming up. It's coming up. Uh, okay, it's there. <gasps> it's there. It's coming up. Coming up. Coming up. Coming up. <laughs> we always do that. We're like, if one of us says something out of a lyric out of a song, just have to finish that lyric. I know. It's probably a. I don't know what it is. It's a young. That's an older millennial thing. I think. Uh, we've got a blog post, Jay, from Bioware. Speaking of. General Manager yes. Gary Mackay, McKay, McKay, has updated saying that they are eliminating 50 roles at the studio as part of a new long-term vision, quote, uh, that will make it, quote, more agile and more focused studio. Yeah, this is a little bit worrying because I think one of the people that get, they got <laughs> rid of, I think, was one of the original writers on the original Baldur's Gate games. Like so one of the ones there that for didn't quite leave some time? years ago. He's been there probably 30 plus years, I think. Interesting. Maybe like, he thought how do you he or get she rid thought of that? It was, well, maybe he or was she thought say, it was time, and they, they took a redundancy Yeah, yeah. But yeah. maybe Bioware sent out a thing saying, "Look, we have to get rid of people. Does anyone want to go? And we'll give you a big redundancy thing." And one, one, I reckon a few of them were like, "Yeah, it's probably time." More than likely, because obviously they're they're working on Dragon Age at the minute, aren't they? So, hundred percent. But it's weird. Like we keep bringing this up. Like to me, the studios that are feeling a bit lackluster at the minute, like you say, a Rockstar. Bioware is one for me, and Ubisoft. Like, yes, they've got a lot going for them, especially Ubisoft and Rock and Rockstar. Um, but it almost feels like they're they're sort of starting to, to lag behind a little bit. But I guess that you could say that more so just because they don't release things as often, much like a, a Naughty Dog. You know, it takes them like seven or eight years to develop something, which you could say as they say the same about with Bethesda. But to me, Bethesda almost feels like they're always in the limelight. Like I don't remember the last time Bethesda wasn't spoken about at any point during a release season, even though they had nothing to release. I think it's because they've released Skyrim like twenty-seven times, and we had Fallout seventy-six why. as well. Yeah, which... seventy-six helped. I genuinely, you know, part of me thinks that seventy-six was actually made just to keep them relevant. I think like that's part. Of, I think that's part you of know? the equation, Jay. I genuinely think Definitely that they made Probably that not game a massive part of it. They made that game partly because, well, one, because they knew a Fallout game wasn't going to come soon, but also because they have a lot of hardcore dedicated fans who, I guess, saw that game as not an MMO, but also not a single-player game, and felt, well, if Bethesda games aren't going to come out in the next five years, I could just play this for five years. And I guess that's maybe what part of the thinking was. I mean, the whole thing at the minute is people are saying that, you know, we've been playing Skyrim for over a decade now. We're probably going to be playing... um... Starfield for over a decade, so it should tide us over. To did he say what was going to be next? Was it going to be Elder Scrolls Six or Fallout next? Yeah. I think it was going to be was... Six, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, okay. So what are we waiting like eight, nine, ten years for that? Probably. I think at this point in time, a good 20, release date thirty twenty twenty eight. In my opinion, I honestly, I'd be surprised if it was if it was anything before twenty thirty. I'd be very surprised. I, I think that'd be disappointing. I think it would be beneficial. Mm. I'd much rather they take their time on it. It's got to be perfect, you know this. That's true, Jay. But if I'm honest, 
I'm I want I need to see Starfield first before I can because if it if if it's I true, feel like Starfield hasn't going to be the, the indicator, time, isn't it? It's right, going to be the indicator exactly. to be like right, where are they headed? Because right. Fallout Four was a good for me. That was like oh, they're headed that way. Right. I could tell. I was like oh, they've gone in that direction. Yeah. Same with seventy six, kind of I guess, but yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly, and like you know, we haven't had a proper game from them in a long time, Jade. Like nearly ten years. So you've got to think we we need to we need to catch up and see where they're at, right? Because I know you've done a lot of research, but I haven't got a fucking like yeah. I know there's base building and you can customize your ship and stuff, but from from sort of game to gameplay, I I haven't got a clue what it's going to feel like. So I was thinking know. more like graphic wise. Not even okay. necessarily like gameplay wise. I was thinking more like graphically. Like to me, well, you got to think Elder Scrolls Six isn't coming out on Xbox Series X. Has he really said that? No, I just I, well, he might have hinted towards it, but I, it, it can't be right. There's no way, dude. Right, as far as I'm dude, concerned, it'll you know be what... the last thing to come out before the new gen comes out, or it'll be on next gen. Wouldn't it be? It'd be like Oblivion, but not really. But a bit like Oblivion, where. Imagine if we had an Elder Scrolls within at least within a year of the next gen consoles coming out. That would be insane. Yeah, I think it'd be good if it was a release title. To be honest, it, it would Agreed. sell Xboxes like crazy. Speaking I genuinely which, think Jay, that's what they're going to do. It would probably you, help Xbox beat PlayStation at the beginning, and then PlayStation yeah. at some point would overtake. Agreed. Agreed. Especially Unless, if they're still making live service games. What would a PlayStation release title have to be to beat out Elder Scrolls Six? Well, to be it, honest, Elder Scrolls Six has to come out on PlayStation. It has to. Mm, I think it'll be a timed exclusive. I'm I think it'll sure. be a three to three to six month timed exclusive. Nah, year minimum, minimum. Well, if it's going to help them sell consoles, then maybe. So you sent me a picture, I think, right, of Series X selling. What was it? A lot more because Starfield's about to come out. Is that right? Yes, yeah, a thousand and thirty-five percent on Amazon. It went up. Is that UK? Uh, I think that's either UK or global. Um, the thing with that is, though, even a lot of people who are only PlayStation players have bought Xboxes specifically for this. Well, what's interesting, Jay, is I thought those players would have bought a Series S, not an X. Uh, Cheaper, both. smaller. Mm. Just depends on what like, kind of gamer you are. Like you say, Jay, if there was one game that was going to make my brother buy an Xbox, it would be Starfield. So Yeah, obviously. Um, same for a lot of people I imagine exactly um, I'm not even sure if they know they're just not going to play Starfield yet because it's one thing to say I'm not bothered but a month after it's out and all people are still talking about Starfield it's a different ball game uh, you know it's like Elden Ring that game lasted for like three months longer I think right I mean people still talk about it like it's you know Came heaven out sent <laughs> Yeah. yeah, it's crazy. Like Elden Ring really is like one of a kind. Mm. It's crazy. Yeah. So Jay, I, I need to ask you about this next story. Please. So I think this comes from Opening Night Live from Jeff Keighley himself and probably. Team and Co. Yeah. Cyberpunk 2077 2.0 is coming to the base game on consoles alongside Phantom Liberty in September. It's a free update. Yeah. Okay, so is this update already out on PC, Jay? Cyberpunk 2.0? No. no, it's so coming this... out all the same day, I think. It's global release. With with Phantom Liberty? Yeah, I think the day Phantom Liberty comes out, 2.0 will also come out, yeah. 
So, so basically, this... people have been saying the mm. 2.0 is essentially what the game should have been released like. Okay. Let's put it that way. A lot of features that they thought were going to be in the game on day one are coming out with this. So when you say features, Jay... I have, Jay, a, list. I have a list. Right. So are we talking about new content or just like fixes and things? <clears throat> um, yes, it's a massive fix update okay. as well as a bunch of content as well. Fe- like whole new features. The gameplay's even like crazy different like from what I've seen. Something. So with this... Com- before you go on the list, Jay, with this coming yeah. out, what? How are you feel? Okay, I'll tell you how I'm feeling, Jay. I'm feeling fortunate that I haven't played it yet because, well, like, hopefully, properly. yeah. Sorry, I played it I for genu- a few I, hours. Let's put it this way: I think if this comes out, I'd recommend that you play it from the beginning again. Yeah, agreed. Completely agree. Yes, I think Completely you've only put agree. two or three hours in from what I'm seeing, but you yes. definitely need to start again once this comes out. Jesus, yeah. Right. So, how are you insane. feeling? Because I know you obviously played it what years ago at this point. Yeah. Are you? I'm. Yeah. Excited and disappointed and bummed at the same time. Like I kind of wish that the game had come out like this, yeah. but I'm glad that I had the opportunity. Like to me, it almost feels like the games have been in beta since since day one. Okay, <laughs> that's kind of what it feels like. Um, I kind of wish being said, my first Jay... experience was going to be this, but I'm glad that it wasn't in a way because I think there probably would have been too much. Like it almost gives me like I almost feel like a beta, like a like a closed beta tester. So so when the game does come out. Finally, in September, <laughs> I'll have been like, "Oh, I know how to do this already." So I'm just going to like whiz through and experience it with like the knowledge of someone who's already played it so far. Right, so but it's you... a good and bad thing. Sure, yeah. pros but, and cons. But at the same time, Jay, uh-huh. sorry, I'm just got to keep my track before it goes. No, do it. Yeah, yeah. You, uh, from memory, you didn't hit too many issues anyway when you when you played. No, it's right? funny so... when the when the game first came out, there was almost zero bugs with the game. Especially on Series X, that's obviously what I played on. I genuinely think for that first week, two weeks, I didn't, I didn't hit a single bug. Then they released the first patch to fix all the bugs for Xbox One and PC, and then it, that's when I started to get the problems. I was like, oh, they, they, they hit the wrong button somewhere. They tweaked it too much now. And they, because one of the things I remember, I think either those devs or some devs in the past have said, is that when you tweak a game like that, it's a lot like brain surgery. Like you, you. You know, put the knife in the wrong place. You're gonna, they can't speak English anymore, type of thing. Sure. You know, so that's I have a feeling that's initially what they've done and had to fix since then. So I think the last two years has just been them fixing the issues from their first update. If you ask me, okay. Which I think they've gotten the majority of that fixed anyway. I still think the game doesn't run spectacularly um, as well as I'd like it to, but it's it's you know I'm hoping this will fix a lot of that stuff. I mean, it kind of has to. With the amount of features they've added, if this game doesn't run how I want it to, I'm going to be like, oh, what was the bloody point? You know. Well, my next question, Jay, was going to be, does this genuinely end there, apart from some fixes to Phantom Liberty, which I'm sure will come, um, does this end their patches? Because I'm surprised they're still patching it, truth be told. So, like, Are they still, are they going to do a 2.1 no, or 2.2? Like, yeah, what? they'll have to. I think with the amount of stuff they've added, there's going to be something that's going to go wrong. Right, Unless it has to be right. But then it's like, when do you jump in? Like, where, do you know? What Let's I mean? put it this way: this game honestly feels like it is a foundation, like Destiny Two, yeah. and they just keep adding to it. Sure, I think that's the best way to look at it. I think you should look at Cyberpunk as like a Destiny Two game that just keeps getting added onto. It's never, it's never done. It's always in development. I think, but it should, it should have been done, right? It. it should have been a no. A complete I, I actually think the, I think the part of the reason why this game wasn't as well received is because it wasn't marketed properly. 
I think had they marketed this game as this is the foundation, we will keep de developing it over the next three, four, five years, and then it'll get gradually more more features, more updates, more everything. I I think had they not released it, the the hype would have died. So they had to release it and just keep adding to it. I th I think that is problem is like people don't complain about Destiny Two not being finished or not being not finished because technically it wasn't like there's still stuff that's being released for it that has helped make the game better now why can't you look at cyberpunk the same way because it was marketed wrong had they marketed it marketed it as this is the foundation we will just add to it over the next five years i think people would have, would have received it differently it would have been looked at differently i think all about true. all about the perception I look so, at it like that. I look at it like a Destiny 2. I don't look at it like a, I can't think about it as like a finished product anymore. Because it isn't. It never will be. It's too ambitious. It's in the mm. same way I kind of feel like Starfield is similar, to be honest. And that's that, that is my main concern, is that too ambitious of a game is mm. not possible. But I think Starfield might be the version where it could be possible. Because they've set the expectations a lot lower. Starfield expectations were way too high. Yeah, 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 yeah. The the ceiling has been has been like we've seen, like it's almost like Truman Show. Like you know, there's a barrier. Like we know what the where the boundary is with Starfield, but with Cyberpunk, there wasn't much of a boundary to be given. It was kind of like, yeah, you can kind of do anything. It's like no, there's there was limits, but you just didn't tell us. And that's I think that's where people got annoyed. Is that we weren't told about the limits necessarily. I do think that the Starfield X hype train is is lower still because of the of cyberpunk i don't think i think it will be decades before we let hype get to that level ever again because of how disappointed uh, a lot of people were frankly yeah you could also make the argument that starfield is much like how i described what cyberpunk is again it's a foundation because what bethesda have done is they've added a modding system to the game where from day one if you want to mod the game you just can straight away the same way skyrim did years later really some i've even seen people online make the argument like oh bethesda here they come again like shitting on the game almost being like they let the community finish their game for them because if if you ask a lot of people online games made by game developers aren't actually their games they're the community's games that finish them for them years later with modding sure. like modding like cyberpunk if it wasn't for the i mean we you know this cyberpunk cd project red hired all the modders the main best modders for cyberpunk and then made them help with the game modders are the future of gaming i think for a lot of people and i mean you can say the same about um, marvel vs capcom marvel vs capcom 3 is still being made and adding characters with a mod team modders are finishing that game they're making it better and i think i think more companies need to hire these modders and they will, I mean, you could even see, I mean, there was, there was a thing that came out the other day with Rockstar. Rockstar have hired a bunch of modders for the online. Hmm. And they've uh, they've said that they're going to allow certain modding practices in, in certain instances and actually help develop the game through that. And I think I think a lot of people aren't talking about it. They need to talk about it. I think, honestly, that'll be the next thing that IGN or whoever will talk about a lot more. It'll come up. It really it will do. My, my words, it'll come up a whole, hell of a lot more over the next couple of years. Modding will be this ultimate thing where it won't be seen as like a, so I, mean, I think a lot of people see modding almost as like a piracy type thing and it's not it's just uh, like we care about the game so much that we want to like you know almost shape it along with the, the, the dev team we want to like give you an idea as you know 
two heads are better than one, but you know, a thousand heads is better than a hundred. Unless you say that too many cooks is, you know, an issue. It's just depends yeah. on how much power you give the cooks is what I think is the issue there. I think Odin you're right, is, Jay. It's crazy right now. It needs to be more heralded, I think. I think you're right, Jay, in that um, there, there needs to be a lot more discussion around it and mm. um, uh, an awareness way of it. More. Way more. I, also, yeah. I do also think that there is... I think it's. I think ultimately, at the moment, it's a commercial reality in regards to publishers, funders, and developers, and how long they're able to get on these games, how long they are funded to work on these games. And I think the fact that modders work on these games out of pure love and passion and for free no a lot money. of the time, yeah, for free, means that they they can work on it. And at the end of the day, yeah, um, the developers the have to, different. yeah, yeah, and developers either you know they either leave the game because they have to or they leave it because they have to work on other things or whatever it might be i just think that maybe okay i'm sure there are some instances where um maybe bethesda could have worked on skyrim a little bit more just you know just just to work out the bugs a bit more maybe yeah. they maybe they should have done that but i don't think so i think that that helped with the marketing i think people loved it because it was so janky sure and i agree oh, with the you. bethesda charm I agree with you. And I think, um, and like, I know a lot of people say like, oh, well, look at modders. They did this. They finished that. It's like, well, now we're getting into a really deep argument about art and when something's finished, right? Because if someone comes in and changes a couple of mixing yeah. options yeah, yeah, on yeah. a system of a down album and like, oh, I actually finished it now. I'm it like, can, modders can honestly make things probably 10 times worse. Right. But as history has shown, they've, if anything, they've made, they've, if it wasn't for the modders on Cyberpunk, it would have never have claimed any of its, uh, what's the word, like uh, uh, relevancy, relevancy maybe. I don't think it would be anywhere near the same position it's in right now. Wouldn't be close. I actually have uh, two things to say. Mm. One, I think an analogy you could make for modding versus like developers is that uh, when a developer's made a game, it's almost like going to a restaurant and getting a really fancy, well-made professional thing. But to me, modders is almost like homemade food. Like, what's the thing you're always going to come back to and love the most? I feel like that's partly how, a way you could look at it. There was a second thing, but I forgot what it was, so I'll come back to it. But yeah, that was sort of my initial through line. I was like, you know, if someone's making something with love rather than being paid to, I'm sure, I'm sure the devs are obviously making it with love too, but there is that element of, oh, we have to get paid for this still. You know? Mm. Like, it's almost, uh, I guess you could almost say it's a little bit like, um, like someone who's willing to get to the point where they can make money from something they love doing, but they're going to do it for free for as long as they can until it's a necessity of it, like until they know they're good enough, but they can get paid, you know? And I feel like these, these, there should be almost like a forum for like modders to like apply to get hired or something. I, I mean, I, don't I know. know. Almost, almost like a competition, a maybe. Maybe, but. I think sort of that... like Hunger Games style modding thing. I don't know. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> the best mod wins. Last five. Yeah, mod. something like that. Like the who quote... can improve something the best? You know? The Dark Knight quote from the Joker comes to mind here, where he says, "If you're good at something, never do it for free." Yeah. And that I think that applies to both the modders and the developers, frankly. Where yes, you know, money always complicates things, dude. Always. It really does. It, it always it turns something so nice and lovely like art into this kind of grimy almost like brothel-esque kind of yeah. like transaction 
Like it just feels like a dirtier thing almost. But then Jay, you could also argue that it puts under pressure of which the art could never be as good without yeah, that there's pressure. now an expectation right if you don't get paid for something there's no expectation because it's like well you did it for free so you know whereas if, some, if someone's paid for something there's an expectation for it to be a certain quality and i think that's Dude, where, can you yeah, imagine how much starfield would have cost to make i mean oh i know i know the budget hundreds of millions Whatever. do i know the budget yeah go on over 200 mil i actually thought it would be more than that if i'm honest with you yeah they I'll said two hundred, two hundred, two hundred plus is what they said for their budget. Okay. Just for the, just I think that's just for the development of the game. I don't think that includes marketing. So okay. it's probably more. Yeah, yeah, sure. But okay. we know that Saints Row, the new Saints Row reboot, I think was one hundred and thirty mil. But that includes that includes marketing, I think. So that's a bit worrying, isn't it? That is worrying. That's the reason why it had so much is because it was. Um, Who's that group? Uh, rate not racer group. Uh, Embracer, Embracer, Embracer. Group. There we go. Embracer are multi multi billion dollar company. So we're like, here you go. We'll chuck a bunch of money on it. We know it'll make loads because it's Saints Row, so it'll make money. Like, nope, that's not how things work. Not when it's imagine spending like that. almost as much as Starfield and not even being anywhere near popularity. Money doesn't always buy you quality. Let's put it If way. it's true that they made that with 200 mil, that really sounds like they're very focused and they know, like, do you know what I mean? It sounds like they're not well, just throwing think, money at it. That's you know? seven or eight years worth of probably, like, between 50 and 150 people's, you know, salaries. Well, probably more than that, but yeah, I get you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Probably more. Yeah, that's a lot of people still, you know, so. All right, let's move on. Yeah. Uh, also coming from Gamescom opening night live, Psy Games released uh, revealed a release date for action RPG Grand Blue Fantasy Relink. Is this the Atlas game, Jay? No. So, well, is it Atlas? No. Or is it Bandai Namco? Namco Bandai. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wait, what? I forget who it is. You have to remind me. It should say, shouldn't it? Yes. Yeah, oh no, games. side game. It's just side, side games. Side games is the same thing. No, I, I'm glad you mentioned Atlas because that that brings me to this. So in February, February, yeah. I think either first and second or second and third, there are yeah. two games releasing. There is Grand Blue, which is finally like the RPG type game we're getting from the series, and we're also getting the Persona Three remake as well. So they're coming out within a day of each other, and that's the Atlas game that's obviously coming out. So. Sure. I mean, you made a point to me when I brought this up to you the other day. You were like, I thought you weren't getting the Persona 3 game. I was like, well, I wasn't going to play the the re-release on Game Pass because it's not the remake. I want the remake. I want the one that's more like Persona 5. I want the actual like pr- like properly updated, developed thing. I'm not going to play the, the old game. That's not how that works. And if, I'm never going to play a Persona game unless it's made with the same quality as Persona 5 at this point. Let's put it that way. Like, I'm not playing 4 until they do the remake. I'm just not. Not happening. No, I hear you. Like, uh, let's say there's also that Persona um, Persona Tactics game is coming out as well. Persona 5 day Tactics, one, yeah. Yeah, Day 1 yeah. Game Pass. I'll, pro- I'll be playing that as well. So. Awesome, awesome. I don't think I'll be playing it day one. I want to wait until there's guides. I want to be able to follow a guide. So why are you excited Same for this Persona game, 3, Jay? Is, is this, is so, this uh, just another yeah, RPG Grand Blue, that you're... Well, Grand Blue is a mobile game. It's been It's been out for like well over a decade. I think it's okay. one of the most popular Japanese mobile games ever. Like it's just okay. been out. They also made an anime series as well, mm. which I loved. And I was like, okay, I like both of these things. And so they've been talking about making like a more of an RPG kind of kind of actiony game. 
annoyingly, it's not turn-based, which is frustrating, but I mean, that makes sense. With the way Japanese RPGs are going nowadays, they're all, they're all going to be action games at the end of the day. I, I don't think we're ever going to get a buddy uh, turn-based game again, which is annoying. Um, but I yeah, know. I mean, I've been, I've been, they, I think they announced they were going to be making this like five, six years ago. So we've been waiting a long time. And like every year, we're like, are they going to show anything? Are they going to show anything? And they showed like one thing like two or three years ago. And since then, there's sort of been silence. So finally, they're doing it. And okay. I'm just happy about it. It's, it's a good IP. It's a great IP. And there's a lot more to explore there, I think. So I'm just happy about it. And same with Persona 3 Remake. Like they're actually like, I've been, they've been doing a lot of updates over the last week or so about things that added to the game to like improve it or whatever. And I'm very happy with what I've seen. So. Are they, they're doing that internally, are they? Uh, Persona 3 um, Remake. Yeah, at Atlas, yeah. Yeah, okay. So I'm just wondering in terms of what they're working on. They're working on quite a lot then. So, yeah, because they were also doing that other Persona style game. I forget the name of it. It's got a really weird name. It was like Project. Right. It had like a really weird, like Project Project Megami or something, some sort of Japanese yeah, name. Yeah, yeah. But we got a trailer for it, I think, at the Game Awards, I want to say. Yeah. Yeah, which I think they're, E3, they're making that, E3. and then they're making Persona Six. I think is the idea. I think a lot of people are thinking, right? They'll finish that game, and then they'll move on to Persona Six. So they made hoping. Persona Five Tactic, the Tactics One, Persona yeah. Three Remake, and yeah. this new IP, and potentially and Persona Six. That's, I think that's what they're going to move on to. Yeah, once these other games are released, they'll then move on to, and hopefully Persona Four Remake as well. It's a lot. It's a lot. They're doing. They're, do, they're doing a Capcom. You know, they're doing a Capcom and just sort of like updating all their old stuff because they've noticed how Persona Five is massive. And they're like, oh, we can get more out of this if we just do the same thing with three and four. So, totally. I kind of hope they do one and two as well eventually. Mm, maybe those games are small enough they can do them in one too, like in yeah, one they could game. Do it, they could do it as a double. Yeah. Maybe actually. I don't. I, I doubt they're a hundred hours long. So. They're pretty long. Wrong. I mean, Persona Five for me was exactly a hundred hours long. <laughs> no, I know, but I was thinking more like one and two sort of. Yeah, thing. sure, sure, sure. Because they're older, they might not be as long. It's true. Yeah. Yeah. Even if they're done in more of that style, I'm just, just, just. Yeah, they just could, they could, they the could cup. condense it. They could condense it. Yeah. Mm. So yeah. uh, February is going to be another good month. February is always a good month for gaming. January another... and December are usually pretty dry, but February is like right, go and we started. <laughs> another premiere trailer from opening night live, Jay. One that you really wanted to come out. I think uh, Killing Floor Three. Well, I'm fairly excited about it because I played Killing Floor 2 a lot, like a lot, a lot. And I know soundtrack-wise, it's just all heavy metal, like super, super heavy. Like Doom, like it's much like Doom Eternal, but like heavier, like grosser, like more gruesome. Cool. In the same way that the game is just so gory, it makes sense to have that, you know. Cool. Um, and so I'm hoping that 3 will be similar. Although from what we've seen of 3, it looks like they're going a more futuristic route. Like 2 seems very like grounded and sort of like... Uh, grimy and kind of like dirty and like you know very uh i guess of the time but now yeah this this killing floor looks a bit more like they're trying to do a bit more of the futuristic thing which i'm always worried about when when games kind of do that kind of neon kind of cyberpunky kind of futuristic thing because you either get it right or you get it dead wrong and uh, a lot of games seem to be wanting to try to get it right and they're not doing a very good job with it so i'm hoping that we get it right but killing floor have their own way of doing it so i'm hoping i'm hoping it'll be uh It'll be good. I'm hoping also that it will be uh, Game Pass. I think they've got a bit of a relationship there, so that'd be nice. Although it's going to have to come out on PlayStation because it's Killing Floor, so they need to s- spread out definitely. Was Killing Floor one and two like PS exclusive or something? Or? Uh, no, I just think they came out on both. So 
fine. But I know, I know, Killing Floor Two has been out on. Uh, I think it's been out on PS Plus and Game Pass. I think. So. Okay. All right. Just something okay. to look forward to. Something, something, something to mm. see what it's going to be like. You know. Mm. Next up, Jay. Something I haven't seen too much of, and and something I I haven't really been paying much attention to. Um, we've got here Xbox have announced via an Xbox Wire post the Starfield console wrap, which is basically solid core plastic panels it looks like that will wrap around your console so instead of buying say a series x style themed console you can wrap this around it instead um yeah so they've done multiple designs and this automatically reminded me of the remember the face plates on 360 right right that's kind of what they're going for they're kind of going for a faceplate thing the thing that worries me about this is the xbox series x is black so it retains a lot of heat which is why they have the the fan at the top Mm. Wrapping this thing up even more concerns me. Well, they're not wrapping. You're not wrapping the top. You're not touching the top. I know, but you're you're still wrapping the console. Like you're essentially wrapping it up in a blanket. Well, in a way, but the, on the back bit, that you're not covering the back fans either. So I think all the ventilation. No, you're not, you're not covering are... any fans, but it's still technically insulating it more than it needs to, and that worries me. Fair enough. I have a feeling we might start to see a bit more Series Xs are getting too hot situation. Okay. Over the next year, like people are going to buy these and be like, "My Xbox, my Xbox is getting way too hot." Especially next summer, it's going to affect it a lot. It's kind of a cool way, though, to make your console and whatever be a bit more Starfield themed on the cheap, though, right? Yes, just to have a different skin. You know, it's much like faceplates. It's like you know, it's, it's personalizing. Same with with like faceplates on the uh, on the on the PS5 now as well. Like you can change those around now as well. So. Um, it's another way for them to make money, but I, I don't think it's, it's that necessary. To be honest. I think it's a bit... Well, Jane, I want, I want to ask you, my personal opinion on controllers that are themed to a game... Controllers on... I like. Okay. I think that's different. But Okay, um... well, let's just pin in that just a second. On the console side... Don't get hot. <laughs> I've never... I've never wanted anything game-related because for me... They're all temporary. The The way the Xbox looks right now is not temporary. It's the way it's meant to look. Mm. If I put anything game-related to it on there, it feels like I'm dating it and I'm I'm limiting it. Why are you limiting it by dating it? That's weird. Because, for instance, I remember going around Tyler's <clears throat> and he had a Halo Reach controller and I was like, oh, that's kind of cool, except it came out like, a year and a half before and now you've just got this controller that looks like it's cool for an old game and i just it didn't appeal to me at all whereas an xbox controller even an old one is just timeless yeah i guess you i think you should look at it more as like a like a like a someone's look or like their fashion or their aesthetic right to me i see Mm. is it more of like an accessory like it's a watch that i wear to go out or a jacket that I have for a special occasion. Like it kind of feels like that, but more like just for your just for yourself. Like I think part of the reason why is because it almost feels like a feminine trait, you know? Like right. a lot of females tend to buy <clears throat> themselves things that, that only they really look at or they have buy so other people can look at. A lot of men tend not to do that. We just tend to just sort of, you know, we buy something and then that's just it, we use it for its purpose. But I think this is our this is our way of um, expressing ourselves, whether it be just to make us feel better. Or just, or to be like to to showboat, whatever it might be, but you know, I don't think those reasons are necessarily not a great reason to do it, or for any reason of like timelessness. 
for me it, it's more of like a nostalgia thing as well like it's just something like a memory i think it's a great idea like if let's like you could even like customize a, a controller you have for like jacks 2 wouldn't make any difference if you love that game then that's what you want to do you know that's your thing it just sort of puts the stamp on this is my thing don't care if you like it or not i like it a lot so it's for me not for anybody else but i can i can totally see where you're coming from but uh, I, yeah for me it would be like a, this is for me it's not for anybody else to make me feel better to make me go oh isn't this cool like oh i love that game so much and to be fair like to if halo your reaches point... your favorite game right your favorite halo where would it be you know that's cool and to your point as well um who's going to come around mine to go on my <laughs> xbox like yeah, exactly no one that doesn't happen nowadays exactly that's exactly. that's like the halo 2 days we don't really do that anymore <laughs> We don't I'm we don't just... do uh, local co-op unless you're like married or something, you know. So how do you see girlfriend. and in terms of controllers, because it's not a performance related skin, as it were, you you don't oh, mind as much, right? Is it's that, an aesthetic that... thing. Right, yeah. right, right, right. Um I know I actually had a uh, my PS4 I got the special edition. It was like the, the anniversary edition, I think. Yes. So it yes. came with like a, a specially coloured um, controller which i thought was quite cool like i don't you know that's more for me i don't necessarily think that's anything special i do actually plan on getting the starfield controller for xbox as well me too it looks really good doesn't it it does and it also comes weirdly it comes with a special secret dynamic background what well, well, i was just about to ask you if we got one so is that the only one available yes so for people who already have their controllers, they've been showing off. Oh look, the, the, if you hook up the controller to the Xbox, it comes with a secret background that you can download. Oh man! So uh, yeah, I plan on getting that. I not only do I think it's one of the best-looking game-related controllers in oh, general. Dude, yeah, the only thing I don't like about it is the fact that it's white. But I mean, that's that's part of the thing, you know. I also think that. I need another controller, so it's a good excuse. Me too. Honestly, yeah. If I was like my my Series X one, I feel like that's the bad one of the bad things about Xbox is their controllers don't seem to last that long. But you could say the same thing about any uh, console controller. The stick is always the first thing to go. That or the buttons, like the A button, is usually the first thing to go because <laughs> you're just tapping it constantly. Aren't you? I don't know whether it's because we're playing games more than ever, Jay. But <clears> me and Al have we've discussed this before, like PS. Not ours yet, but PlayStation controllers are going. Xbox controllers are going already. My white Xbox controllers they do on gone purpose. already. They don't, they don't make them to the same quality, so you have to buy them more. Yeah, I think you're right. It is on purpose. They're, they're designed not to last. I think the consoles are designed to last a little bit longer, but not much longer. I think the consoles are designed to last the length of how long until the next one. So roughly seven mm. or eight years. Don't you love how depends, It depends on how much you uh... use it. Yeah. Actually, if you ask me, I reckon the consoles are actually designed to last four years, three to four years, so that you buy two across the entire span of a generation. They do it. They they totally do it on purpose. They get twice the amount of money out of you. That's how they do it. But if you're careful and you don't play it that much, you can make it last the entire generation, like me. (laughs) Sure. Uh, I think one of the last we have here, Jay, this is coming from, I'm just trying to look for the source here. I haven't got a clue where it's coming from. Uh, the Pokemon company having conversations about its constant release schedule, uh, apparently having internal conversations, but I'm not, I'm just trying to look here, Jay, this is reported by IGN, but oh, here we go. Right. Comicbook.com spoke to the com- Pokemon company COO. Um, mm-hmm. So there we go. Sorry. 
you yeah so the, the primary thing with this is i think they realized that uh, scarlet and violet definitely wasn't to their quality standards they would have liked the game doesn't run very well it's still pretty jittery it runs well on ps2 though doesn't it excuse me gary on gary on Oh, sorry. I was just. I, I thought it was on PS2. Isn't is that not its native console? Uh, no. I mean, would you make the same comparison with Buddy Zelda? I guess you would, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sorry, carry that on. That still runs at thirty, but then again, sort of Starfield. So there we go. <laughs> um, yeah. So I'm I'm glad about this because their 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 recent uh, release schedule seems to be like two games every year, uh, which I think they're still going to try and do. I just think they're going to hopefully spend a bit more time on um the visuals uh over the next 10 years i think is the plan hopefully they're going to try and slow things down a little bit and maybe try to uh make it a bit more to what their standards are i think they definitely dropped the ball a little bit on their recent um, iteration it's funny i still think uh legends arceus is their is the is the best pokemon game they've released and it's not even close like especially for that this at least for the Switch generation, maybe you could make a comparison for the DS generation and the 3DS generation. But I, I, I think it's actually been they did a recent poll about you know the uh, the current popularity poll on which is the best Pokemon game ever released, and I still think Arceus beat it out by like a lot. <laughs> I think they nailed it with Arceus. I think they need to go. They need to go more that direction, like where you can actually throw the Pokeball. Like that you can't right. do that in any other game apart from Arceus. Like it's insane. Like oh, Arceus is so good of a game. It's genius. So yeah, this is this is a good direction, a good step in the direction that we want. I think Pokemon game uh, fans are a little bit bummed out. I think in some instances, maybe I don't know. There's speculation about what games that they they do drop a lot of hints as to what game they're going to try to release next because uh, we think they're going to do a a remake of a couple of the old ones hopefully. So. I think I've already got a good idea what they're going to do, and I'm very happy about it. So let's go. Lots to look forward to, Pokemon wise. And the DLC comes out in September, which I don't think I'm going to get, I don't think, but we'll see. Not even when it's on sale? Or... Oh, that's one thing I was going to say to you, wasn't it? I, I, I recently uh, got, I completed the Pokedex on Scarlet. So mm. I spoke to you about that, didn't I? It took I did. me about a week and a half. Wait, that's obviously it, after I'd enjoy- already played the game for like 100 hours. So. Did you uh, did you enjoy it? <clears throat> yeah, it was pretty fun actually. I got very lucky. I had to go on D- Discord and ask some people to help, which was a bit scary. Getting some strangers to help me, but they were nice. So that was right. we're, well, we're we're in a modern age, Jay. We're in a modern. I, dude, I've never dude, ever underestimate people online. They can always fuck you up. I think um, that's true. I've been uh, I've been fucked over a number of times. It's not fun. I I think I've still got some friends added on my friends list who helped me get one yeah, of the Borderlands 3 DLC achievements from yeah. DLC got quite 2. quite a few people on PlayStation who helped me with certain things. Um, yeah, it's interesting to see what they play occasionally too. That's quite interesting. <clears throat> I'm like, I think one of them was on Fallout 4 the other day and I was like, okay. Yeah, that is it. When you make friends online or like um, whatever and you're like, oh, they playing that? Oh, that's interesting. Okay. I got a couple of people who only play Destiny too. <laughs> like that's the only thing oh, they play. I got quite a few people to help me on Destiny, and they were yeah, that's all they play. Hilarious. Jay, a couple of bits before we wrap up. Um, a few things. I, well, I was just checking some <coughs> news feeds to check I wanted if I wanted to discuss anything. Please. First thing I wanted to discuss, Jay, is it me or will Bulletstorm looking for? 
Bullet Storm won't die. Uh, it, I guess it just, not. It's not that every, good of a game, to be honest. Dude, every year at some presentation, I'm like, I guess I'm looking at a Bullet Storm trailer again. Like, I feel like I haven't seen it that much. I think that might just be you. I'll contend that when when I saw the VR trailer, I was like, "How is this game still bouncing around?" <laughs> yeah, it is a weird on? one. That game, that game should have died a while ago. It's not oh that good. Oh my god! The game, like I thought it was fine, but it's like it's not that good of a game. No. Also, it I've needs heard, to be. I think uh... they, it might have sold really well. And that's probably why they're still doing stuff. Well, I guess that's why, right? I guess that's why. Yeah, I don't even know what company made that. Do you remember? Like I know that I, every so often I'll see like from the from the developers of Bulletstorm. I'm like I, I forget their name every time. People can fly. Right, okay. The people who made Outriders. Yeah, uh, that makes sense. That seems like the the correct progression for them. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Um the other thing I wanted to bring up, Jay, uh there's a announcement from Xbox Store or Xbox.com, July 29th, twenty twenty four. Xbox will be shutting down the three sixty store. It is the yeah. end it makes sense. of an error. Um, but I think thing is they the the PlayStation community managed to get that redacted for the PS3 um, store. So PS3 you reckon store is it, still up? You reckon if people put up enough of a fuss, they'll keep it alive? Yeah, or? PS3 I think was meant to go down 2018, I think, 2019, and then they were like enough of the community members were like we're not letting that happen. So uh, Sony were like, okay, we'll bring it back. Fine. Well, to be fair, part of that issue as well, Jay, was that they had a lot of games locked to that PSN because. They haven't got backwards compatibility like Xbox does. Yeah, so exactly. that was a real it's different for PlayStation. Issue. I think because of backwards compatibility, it's not as much of an issue um, for Xbox. I wouldn't mind seeing it go, but it's, I think uh, I think it kind of helps with physical preservation, doesn't it? Like people are more willing to look at, look for physical copies now. I guess so. I guess so. I think in that instance, I think it's probably a good thing. And the other I'm, thing not, was... I'm not. I'm not fussed either way, to be honest. I don't. I don't really care about it. It's like if they got no, rid of the I Xbox agree. One store, I'd still be like, fine, yeah, cool. I agree, and I think there's some fun. Like if if you got the absolute compulsive urge to play Singularity next week, I think there's some fun in trying to find a, a, yeah, you'll a find physical it. copy. You'll find it. Yeah, you'll find yeah, it. Yeah, I, I think that's quite fun sometimes. It's sold enough physical copies for you to be able to find one. Exactly. Uh, another quick thing. Alan Wake 2 release date, I think, pushed back a week or so. It's now releasing on October 27th, which is yeah. really cool. A few days before Halloween. Or, this yeah. is Halloween. Yeah, I uh, guess if you bring up you... that, I guess you could also mention that AC is bringing, being brought out a week earlier. Right. October Just 12th, very... I think. Yeah, you're right. Just one very quickly, Jay. You're still not excited about Alan Wake 2 yet? You're not, you're not sold <laughs> no. on it yet? Five. I won't okay. be for a long time. It might be one of those games, a lot like Days Gone, where I'm like, oh, I'll play it in like five years. Fine, okay. And I'll play Ace... Alan Wake. I've got Alan Wake remastered, so I might play that and then play two later on. Dude, AC a week early. What what are we saying? What... Um, frustrating. Because I'll probably Cause still you be playing. Off? So, no, I haven't booked anything off. Because um... you still be playing Starfield. Okay. Well, I don't know. I don't know what I'll be playing. Hopefully, it, hopefully, it'll come in just in time. Like I'll literally finish Starfield beginning of October and be like, right, straight into AC. And then as soon as I finish AC, straight into PS2. Uh, Spider-Man 2. That comes out 20th October. Sure, sure. But obviously, like, thing is, though, I'll have Cyberpunk at some point to play between now and then and now as well. So, like, I've got, like, four or five. Actually, I think I've got about seven or eight games I want to play between now and end of October. Kind of insane. I've got lots to do. 
But I'd rather have too many games to play than not enough. So, sure. Yeah. I think, yeah, I think that's fair. I mm. think that's everything. Je- oh, well, no, actually, I do want to discuss Assassin's Creed very quickly. Um, the last time I remember a game being bumped up, I think, was maybe Shadow of Mordor for me. Uh, it got bumped oh, up like a couple of weeks. Yeah. yeah and so... um, it doesn't usually happen, of course, in games because they usually get delayed. But I'm just, uh, Jay, I'm just hoping that I don't need this game to be a 9 out of 10. I don't even need it to be an 8 out of 10. I need it to be a solid, polished, no, AC need... experience I... that's like 30 or 40 hours that I'm going to play hopefully near launch, hopefully. And it, you know, it goes yeah. over the Christmas period and I have a great time with it. I'll and we can I'm, move I'm on. Potentially going to leave it until Christmas. I might, honestly. Really? It might, it might be a really, really good Christmas game. Yeah. And there'll be fixes <clears> as well. Yeah, so. it'll be fixed a bunch, and also there'll there'll be updates to it, and also we'll have guide. Well, I'm not like I need a guide, but there'll be guides for it as well. I'm assuming there won't be DLC for this, since this is a glorified DLC. I would like right? to think there'd be at least one small one. Okay, that would be nice. I'm hoping Did they'll you... do like a, a story. Whether I mean, it'll probably be included in the game. Whether they'll do something between the fact that um, what's the name of the character again? Uh, Bazim. 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 There'll be a thing where Bazim travels to. England, I think that'll be a, mm. either that'll be at the very end of the game, or that that'll be part of the DLC. Probably that'd be nice. Either way, I'll be honest, guys. I know this is going to be a lower price point, so we shouldn't expect a long game. But if this game is is literally thirty or forty hours, that is perfect for I'm me. I'm glad that they've realised that thirty or forty hours, or twenty to thirty, forty hours, whatever it be, means that the game should cost less. Yes, that's as far true. as I'm concerned, if a game's hundred hours or expected to be hundred hours, it should cost seventy. If it's supposed to be a lot less, it should cost between 40 and 50. I think people are pricing them way too high still. That's true. And this is still a lot cheaper than Miles Morales, so which is probably similar length. What was so we'll, Miles we'll was 55, wasn't it? Yeah, something like that. 50, I think, 55. Uh, I think Mirage is what, 45 basic, 50, 50 or 55 deluxe? I think so, something yeah. Something like that. So. Yeah. So unless it's only twenty hours with like every achievement and I all think the collectibles, yeah, I think it's thirty with everything. I think it's twenty base and then thirty with everything. I mean, we might still be playing Starfield, but I'll be honest. Like, will I pay full price for that? Maybe. Or if I'm honest, Jay, I'm... full price for what? Mirage. I'm oh, just I've already thinking... pre-ordered it. Right. Okay. I've pre-ordered I'm just that thinking and I've pre-ordered as well. The... That's nice to get them ticked off. I'm just thinking in terms of Mirage J, because the game's so small or smaller, I'm thinking that if I pay for it, I will I will make a conscious effort to get my money's worth and play everything with it, if that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, that's true. I don't think it's gonna go down in price until at least a year from now. Yeah, okay. I reckon it'll be you'll be able to buy the base game for thirty five in a year from now. And the deluxe will be forty. It won't be much of a difference. I definitely want to own it. Can't I'm be. Ju- I'm just I mean, I still might be playing Starfield, but it'll be a nice little, like, I just like the fact it's going to be hopefully only 30 hours. I, I'm just like, yeah, great. I, it does. It kind of reminds me of, like, Revelations or something, you know? I'd right, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, and they were perfect. They were perfectly timed. So. Exactly. Yeah, Brotherhood and Revelations were two of the best ACs, hands down. If you were like, if you were releasing Mirage this year, Jay, and you were like, yeah, it's a 200-hour Valhalla, I'd just be like, nothing. I'd be excited. No. I'd be excited. You know me. You know me. I'm a hundred hours. Like hundred hours is like a perfect amount of time for me. Sure. I love a hundred hour games. For the right they're, game, they're lovely. I do so think. Nice. Oh, one thing I want to say quickly was that I'm hoping Jay that because I know we've had the DLCs for Valhalla, 
But I'm mm. really hoping that because of this whole timeline with the recent releases for AC, that the next one, which I think is the Japanese one, has really had a lot of time to stew. Because if we're going by dates, Odyssey came out in 2018, right? Mm. And that was Quebec. I know they made loads of DLCs that were fucking huge. Dude, they were the best. What was it, like six DLCs or something? It was mental. Yeah. Um, was it? Yeah, I think it was. Um but technically speaking, they would have had, what, five, six years maybe to develop this next big game. So it just makes me hopeful about the next installment. Yeah. I'm Actually, what's funny, I'm actually look, looking more forward to the uh, the witch one, the sort of uh, voodoo right. kind of German, German one. Yeah. yeah. I'm, look, I'm more looking forward to that than I am the Japanese one. So I, I'm kind of a bit disappointed with the Japanese one in that I feel like it's too late. Like They should have missed it. They should have missed it. Boat sailed. They yeah. Sh- yeah, they should have just gone straight to the German one and done something else. They should have done like Africa or Australia or India oh. or you know somewhere else. I don't know. They would have been I think, amazing. Uh, I think Japan makes sense just because of the whole ninja assassin thing, but it's just a bit yeah, it's way too late for that. I agree. I'm sure it'll be great, but we'll have to wait and see. Won't we? I would have preferred Africa or Australia, like you. Who said. knows? Maybe it'll be better than Odyssey. <laughs> Odyssey's still number one, but it's you know I don't th- I genuinely don't think anything's going to beat it anytime soon. It can't do. Odyssey is we'll like see. Odyssey is the Baldur's Gate three of the AC series. I do not have time to unwrap this pa- this right <laughs> now. So. I give you that just to let you like steal on that for AC. Yeah, like, exactly. That's gonna completely like mess you up now. Right, Jay. Let's talk about what you've been playing and or will play. Okay. So we've covered Gamescom, I think. So Gamescom. you've got here TCSM. TCSM. Yes, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Ah, okay. Please. That is my latest day one release play. Played it on the Friday it came out. Um, August 18th, I think. Um, it is a underrated game. It is amazingly well done. Like There is some bugs for some people, but I think it's primarily on PC. I don't think on console it plays really, really well. Um, the community is amazing. I follow both of the Reddit subreddits that are there, and they're very, very nice people. Um, the devs are like like on top of it when it comes to updates and like fixing things. But they they read the Reddit's and the Discords and everything, and they're like, oh, we should fix that, we should fix that, we should fix that. They're really good about that kind of stuff. And the actual content of the game maybe isn't as jam packed as a lot of other multiplayer only games. But I think if you're willing, it almost feels a little bit like you kind of need to play it with other people. But I've been playing it solo, and it's been fun regardless. So. I think it's one of these games you can play for a decent amount of time and have a lot of fun with. Graphically, it's a little bit more cartoony than you would think, but that that plays as a pro rather than a con. I think if it was more realistic, I think it probably wouldn't play as well. Like it's surprisingly like play it plays sixty frames very very well. At least I think it's sixty frames. It feels like fifty frames. I don't even know to be honest, but um, but we'll see. You're showing the trailer, or are you just watching the trailer? Just showing it. Okay. It's weird. Talking? I feel like I feels like it's like on my screen, but like um What what's yeah, your screen no. right now? Like can you see I can me just see you? the trailer, yeah. Can you see me and you? I can I can see you, but I can't see me and you. I can't I can't see either of us. Okay. It's not like the cleanest thing, but it's fine. Oh, is it a bit laggy? I'll, I'll... Yeah, it's fine though. Nah, I'm actually just curious right. what you think. Um of the game? I kinda I kinda wish you'd like play like at least a game or something 
I think you'd be interested. Dude, I'm not against playing like a game. It's just bad timing for me. Like, I wouldn't be of against course. trying this game of out. Um, Let's put it this way. I think this game has a, has a reasonable amount of longevity to it. Because they said they actually brought out a thing. <laughs> um, so that there's a lot of lore in the Texas Chainsaw Massacre movies. Sure. And they've added a lot of Easter eggs and a lot of like references to things. But one of them they've done is there's actually like a special newspaper in the movies that is referenced to a lot, and they've used that as their like update window. So they've got like this this like you know weekly or like monthly cool. like newspaper thing where they're like right here's all the things we're going to add to the game, here's all the things we're going to fix with the game, stuff like that. So it's sort of like a Destiny Two style kind of update, like you know like a like a like a like a combat cast for the Mortal Kombat games kind of thing, you know. Like they, they they talk to their community a lot. Is what I'm saying. They're they're sort of like they're willing to support the game for a decent amount of time if they want to. So, I think That's they said cool. eighteen months. I think eighteen months. What they said. They try and try and add eighteen months into it. I always like it when dare I say like cosmetic a micro community is around a new game. I think that's really cool. And there's no know? battle pass, so that helps. That's also cool. The game is obviously game pass, but you can also buy the game for thirty five quid if you want to do as well. So, fairly cheap for a multiplayer online only game. Dude, there's nothing wrong with having a couple of games like that, you know. Um, I think how long I've played it for. I think I've played it for like 20 hours or so, maybe. Are you going for like all the achievements or? Um, I've gone for, that's the thing, half the achievements are for playing as the family and half are playing as the victims. I don't like playing as the victims, so. Okay. I'm not going to be able to get all the achievements if I wanted to. I've gotten, I've gotten like a quarter of them. Is there any that Some stand out where hard. you're like, oh, no, I'm not doing that? Uh, well, there was one that I told you about where you had to kill all the victims as just you in one match. Right. So you have to kill all four. And I managed to get it with like one of the hardest characters to do it with. So <laughs> I was pretty happy about that. I didn't think I'd ever so you... get it, but I got it by accident. By accident you know? So you've also got to beat the other family members to Exactly. Kill and right, I did it with right. the character that's like least likely to do that as well. So I just The other guys must have just been really bad. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> But, so um, I assume because it's not four v one or five v one, I no, assume three v four. Yeah, the, the victims are nearly as powerful or more. Or like, do you know what I mean? That's the thing. Like on the on the uh, on the Reddit at the minute, people are talking about, wow, these are really overpowered. These are really underpowered. But to be honest, this might be one of the most balanced multiplayer games I've ever played. Day one, I'd say it's it's like I think they've probably better tested the hell out of this game. Like it is super super balanced. It's like actually kind of like makes me feel a bit gross. I was like, oh my god, like. This is like the kind of quality I'd expect from like any other multiplayer game, or that you'd hope for, but for some reason that they never seem to get there. You know, they seem to be always be way underbalanced or overbalanced or whatever it might be. But this is yeah, I'm very surprised at the quality of this game. I think you you could probably look at this game and go, oh, it's on Game Pass. It's probably not that good of a quality, but dude, it's up there. It's up there. And to top it off, they've had over a million people play the game already. That's good. So that includes sales and just Game Pass, I imagine. I can't imagine they got that many sales, mm. but in terms of like people who have at least downloaded it and tried it, at least it's close to a million from Game Pass. So I'm pretty sure it's on PlayStation as well. So yeah, if they include both. Duncan's got to be at least half day. of that has got to be sales, at least. You'd hope. Well, I don't know with Game Pass. Maybe like, 300k, it's hard to say. Sure. I've got to say, Jay, with... um, I, I, I keep hearing... We keep getting news stories about, you know, Forza Horizon 5 has hit three, 13 million players or whatever it might be, or Ground has hit, you know, whatever. Yes. If I'm honest, Jay, I feel, I get why they do it. I just feel like it's... Um, redundant? Yeah, completely. Completely. Why nothing. is it redundant? Because to me, it's a bit like saying, 
this mobile game's got 20 million players. Well, 10 million people played it for 10 seconds or, sure. you know, whatever it might be. I don't well, think I that's, that's kind of rhetorical, I don't think, Well, I don't think it's that bad, as bad with console games. But for instance, let's say Texas be. Chainsaw, it could be. Texas Chainsaw Massacre hit a million players, right? But then we know some of the stats because we can look at the achievements and how long people play and that sort of thing, right? <clears throat> yeah. So we've got some sort of indication of how long people play games. And we both know that a lot of the time, especially with games like Call of Duty, like a lot of players don't even touch the surface of some of the stuff. Yeah. So I just, when they come out with statements like that, I'm just a little well, bit like, it's great. I've actually got but... an example of that because of the of the only people on my friends who have played it, there's been two other people who have played it. And I think they've only played it for like two and three hours. Right. So they put a decent amount of time. They put, they put enough time in as like, they put a demo amount of time in. You know? Right, right. Like, oh, I'll download a demo. I'll try it for maybe an hour, two, three. If I like it, maybe longer. Um, and been like, well, okay, I can see where the loop is. It's a multiplayer game. And I can't see myself want, wanting to keep going on the loop. Like, there's not enough for me to, you know, there's not like a battle pass or a level up system or whatever it might be. Like, if there isn't enough of that. But I think this game has a little bit of that. They just don't have the, the battle pass system. They just sort of, they literally just have like a like a skill tree system, essentially. So And they do have cosmetics, um, but they said they were going to add more of those over the, over the coming year or whatever. So to wait and see but I, I do think this game will probably be talked about for at least a little bit longer i think it might get overshadowed by the next lot of releases over the next three months i'm hoping it's still around i'm hoping that i'll be able to play it in like four five six months time and still come back to it and be like oh this is still this is, they've, they've added this to it or whatever you know i'm, I'm hopeful at this point it's, i think it's i don't know what the rating of it is actually i don't know what it reviewed i'm tempted to have a look what ign reviewed it because i think it might be higher than you think i'm curious now I'm going to say, say seven. Um, I think it might be either seven or eight. Uh, so I don't know. I'm just guessing. Ask, uh, game. Got a nine out of ten on Steam. What did IGN give it? That's the question, though. I mean, people on Steam seem to be liking it. People on Steam like everything. Come on. Oh, wow. Only got a six out of ten. Ooh. Rough. Wow. That is rough. If Why only IGN had credibility, hey. I know that's actually kind of disappointing from them. I think that I think that's actually criminally underrated. Like oh, well, criminally. Jay, don't worry because you know every Mario and Zelda game. I think it's seven sure, minimum. So seven worry. minimum. Sure. That's actually kind of disappointing. So, sure we um, have you got anything well, else you want to discuss, Jay? In terms of well, I was I was just going to quickly mention the um the features they added to Cyberpunk. We didn't get. Oh yeah, that, please. Yeah, 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 yeah. Go. A dangerous new district. That's obviously. The DLC itself. It's like a whole new district. <clears throat> um, Wait, hold a minute. New... Hold a minute. Sorry. Sorry. So they're adding the district, but there'll be a certain quests and storylines that are just part of the DLC. Dozens of new story quests and gigs. That's the next line. But is that so, included yes. in the DLC? Or is that... I don't... So the DLC, I think, I think these are all the things that are being added to the DLC, but only some of these are being added to the update, I think. I understand. Okay. So yeah, new district, dozens of new story quests and gigs, vehicle combat and mounted weaponry. Yes. Like fucking twisted metal or like death race level. That's of a like huge adding feature. machine guns to oh, your buddy. Yes. This one I think is the one that people were most excited about. Revamped police system. Okay. So the police are much more like GTA now, but you can get stars. 
Like the police actually come after you. They don't come after you in the game at the minute. You can shoot a policeman, they'll come after you, but not really. Like you do, there is a star system at the minute, but it's like not that great. Okay. Now they've added like an actual like if you go higher level stars that you're going to get shit on basically. Um, combat AI overhaul. That's pretty decent. Okay. So the AI is probably a lot more um, better than it was. Sure. Uh, endless dynamic events and missions. So probably some sort of like event system where there's like a thing that comes up on the map and you can just like go and kill a bunch of people. And it's like an end. Like you can do like, like a daily thing almost. It's kind of almost like an MMO. It's kind of how I imagine it. Okay. Like a raid or like a, a thing on Diablo where there's like an event that just happens on, on the hour or something. Oh, because I heard um, that like there'll be more dynamic events within missions that you do. Maybe, yeah, there could be. It just says endless dynamic events and missions. Um, it could be included. Oh, too. okay, okay. Um, redesigned cyberware and perks. So they've added, a, like, so you, okay, you may not know this, but on the, on the perk skill tree, there's like a blanked out bit at the bottom. They've now filled in that blanked out bit. This is a whole new added skill tree thing. And they've also, so on the skill tree, there's like little pictures that show you what the perks are. They've added a bunch of the anime picture characters into those perks. That's cool. So that's cool for the fans, at least. So, um, yeah, the, the, they actually showed off a bunch of the new like things you can do with perks. So it all looks really, really cool. So that bottom bit, they've always been planning to fill out, it sounds like. I think so. Yeah, I think it was deliberately they were going to add that as DLC. Uh, all new Relic skill tree and abilities. So like I said, the whole new thing. Increased level cap. Now that interests me because I hit max level like super quick in the game. So mm. I'm hoping to get. I'm hoping it's from fifty to hundred or something like that. A um, hundred plus new items, weapons, cyberware, and fashion. Decent. So some of that, most of that, I think, is going to be um, update two point But I think the only things that DLC wise are going to add is the whole new area and missions. So okay, fine. you basically get a whole new game for free. <laughs> I can't wait for you to actually play it. <laughs> one day, Jay. One day. Yeah, it probably, probably won't be for the next couple of years, but it's whenever. You know, it it will happen. It'll it will. be a the good game... time, regardless. Yeah, the game's too good for me not to play it. Put it like that. Eventually, so. I just think again, it was just overly ambitious, and it should have been marketed differently. That's um. Should have been framed differently. You can definitely tell. I mean, some of those features are massive, Jay, and you can tell how they much give CD a shit. Project yeah. Red are wanting to sort of improve their um yeah. image shall we say from you gotta think if you're a dev who spent almost 10 12 years making that game and then it comes out and people shit on it you gotta think hang on i gotta prove myself here yeah, yeah that's probably what they were thinking they needed to prove themselves and they they seem like they're going to so i'm just looking forward to new weapons that's the one thing i'm looking forward to because so, you want to master them or i just i just like new legendaries and cool weapons and stuff because there are like legendary loot weapons in the game so i just want to see more of that that's cool that's cool yeah. Uh, anything else you want to discuss on your side? Um, I guess quickly about Starfield. This isn't a spoiler. Um, they on their they did a lot of the marketing. No, God, sorry. Yeah, they they did a lot of marketing for the game recently, obviously because the game's coming out soon. And one of the things they showed they showed up on their Twitter was like a uh, they did a link to their website, and on their website you can look at the whole um, timeline of like the universe of Starfield. So like when certain characters joined like certain things in the game and everything, so it sort of gives up a bit more backstory, a bit more lore to the game. I just thought that was quite interesting. Maybe if you want to look at that, maybe you don't want to look at that. Maybe you know you don't really want to know any information. I'm very um, if I can speak to you about it very quickly, Jay. Well, not quickly. Mm -hmm. We can do what we want. Um, 
I'm I'm conflicted right now because on the one hand I'm so excited I do want to check some things out and I know the game's big enough that you know I'm not going to go in and go oh well I knew this 20 years you know like is the game yeah. I've actually huge. I can't do any research necessarily because there's nothing to research like there's like, nothing's come out like there's nothing well, that's was, really leaked I was going to ask you this because so, I'm I assuming... probably know about as much as you do to be honest wow. I, 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 I'm, I'm assuming honestly. they're releasing everything purposefully and, and nothing sort of going out there without their say so so it does make me wonder um whether checking they, um, everything out they've released is, is quite safe to check out i suppose it's probably a good thing you haven't checked out gamescom because they they showed off the first 30 to 40 minutes of the game at gamescom not to the public but like if you were at gamescom you could watch someone play the first 30 or 40 minutes um and todd sort of gave away like the the sort of beginning of the game essentially um so if you didn't watch any interviews with him you're probably like oh sweet i don't know anything but if you did you're like oh i probably would have liked to have known that later but, but you know it's the beginning of the game so it's whatever mm. you know uh, they always do that joe i'm assuming because of the size of the games they always feel like the safest bit to present is the start because everyone's yeah, gonna experience everyone's it, gonna get know? there right away exactly. yeah. Yeah. yeah i feel like even if you did know it i don't think it was spoiler it just sort of like would have been nice to have found out on day one rather than day minus 10 or whatever you know so uh, that's interesting you put it like that so as in todd has mentioned some things in interviews which you feel as though you would have liked he to sort of he kind of let something slip i didn't know if he i think he intentionally meant to i think he was like this sort of helps with maybe people who aren't who are on the fence but um i'm cool with it it's whatever or whether it, may, it might have even been like a red herring i don't know okay well yeah i just i don't know jay as I say, the game's big enough that I don't think I'm going to see a couple of YouTube videos about their lore and go like, oh, no. And I yeah, do think it would thing, be quite I think beneficial. If you this timeline, I think it probably would make you think. You, it might make you look at the characters that you're going, you know who you're going to be talking to a lot. Right. Like in the same, like who are some of the famous NPCs from Fallout 3, would you say? Um, like the people why, you meet but... in Megaton, right? Yep. Uh, is like, it Oasis as well? And, yeah, Oasis. Um, I feel like the, the information they've given out so far with this timeline is a little bit like that. It's like just giving you some information about the NPCs they know that, like, that you're going to be companions with, I guess. Sure. Like the like Basically, the main characters of the main story, they've sort of given you a little bit of their backstory. And sort of the timeline of like wars happening and the reason why there's like a, a federation and all this kind of stuff, you know. Oh, so dude, it makes me feel you, like Mass Effect. Giving, oh. Yeah, it basically gives you like the background of Mass Effect, like the reason why there's even this sort of, like it literally gives you like you know how we found out the reason why the Mass Effect is even a thing. Yeah. But like, the sure. jumping system is basically at that level of details, really. Like it's enough to sort of make you go, hang on, that's cool to know that because that might give me indication as to why the, the reason why the space thing is even happening in the first place. So I think it might actually be beneficial for you to potentially you just look at the timeline and see if there's anything you're like oh it might be too much might be not i don't know what's whatever but there's there is some... i think it's a good tidbit it's a sure. good preamble it's like reading a comic like a preamble like a pre like a you know like a prequel kind of comic type thing i do think though that i do think okay because well, you might question. not even find out about a lot of that stuff in the game like it's something that you might sure. not even find out in the game anyway so it's not really a spoiler but if it's not even in if, the game, you know? if it's important to the game and it's part of the game surely the game will tell me right not necessarily mm, okay. maybe they'll give it to you but not in as clear cut of a detail as what they've given to you on the timeline i get you there's probably so, some, there's probably things where there's like massive blanks on both sides like the timeline gives you 
a finite amount of information that you'll find out a lot more about in the game, and the game gives you a lot more that you'd ever find out in the timeline. You know? I understand. Yeah. So how much of the... I know they've released a like few a YouTube videos, piece. Jay, with lore videos and things. What Did you watch they... the 45-minute gameplay thing? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, oh, okay. I'm, I'm surprised you watched that. That gives out a lot of information. Yeah, no, no, but we... Dude, that was like one of the best presentations I've ever seen. Yes, so. if not one of the... Yeah, if not the best I've seen, I think. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's insane. No, I was just curious. How, how much have they released? So I know they've released a few YouTube videos about lore. Have, and this timeline, have they released much more than that? It literally is. Here's the char- this character. Here's sort of like their mini backstory. Yeah. And here's why they are even there. And that's literally about it. They're like, here's their name. Here's who they are. And here's why they're there. Okay. And it's not even that. But I think it's literally only four characters. But the main four characters of the game. I do feel, though, in this instance research on a new ip for a bethesda game could be beneficial because this is going to be a lot of yeah. information overload for the first 10 hours to be honest it might just give you a bit of a like a bit of more room as to be like right i can take in i know that information already so i don't have to think about it too much right I can sort of concentrate on something else yeah right right i'd say it's fairly beneficial yeah i think if any if there's any any reason to ever do that that'd be a good enough one yeah i think you could be right i'll have a think anything else i think that's it and i'm sure if there is something that will talk about it another time okay. we've already spoken for like what two hours at this point so i can't see any um yeah about that yeah about that okay um let me discuss what i've been playing jay and then we'll Please. have you got a guess who's review this week i haven't no that's cool i thought that's we'd cool. go for so long that there's not really much point <laughs> no that's cool i'm easy well i like playing it but i like i just you. like talking about the industry and the news and stuff like you know what? Well, Jay, guess whose review is part of who we are now. Okay, you can't it be is, flying off. You know, I feel like this is entertaining too. Yeah, hopefully, maybe. So it's entertaining me. Ah, uh, sure. I'm getting loads off my chest. It's great. It's wonderful. All right, Jay. So what have I been playing? So if I'm not Jay, you're gonna have to you're gonna have to slap me around the face, dude. Have I talked about Days Gone on this pod? I think so. You, uh, no. I think you said you were playing it. I think the last time you said the last thing you said to me, and it wasn't on the pod, was d- about a female character in the game. Which Fine, I'm, okay. I and I'm give... hoping that you have the resolution to that. Yes, I, have you gotten past it? Do you now know everything? I'm. This is this is the full. Oh, did you finish complete, it? Please tell this me is you the full complete it. package. I have. Wait, have I? Yes, I have. Oh, I have sorry. platinum days gone. Isn't it? Wasn't it easy? <laughs> Surprisingly, so it was uh, a good platinum. To... It's pretty. It's uh, a good platinum. Satisfying. I need to give my full thoughts around the game, Jay. Please, so I've already spoken amazing. with Jay about this game. And... A little bit, not a lot. A little bit, a little bit. Jay knew I was playing it, right? So, yeah. so what happened? I just want to give you guys the full backstory because y- you ain't going nowhere, right? You, you're, you're this far in. So, basically, L and Jay both finished Days Gone. And I think I yeah, said on the after it before, came like, out. I bought it in it 29, 2019. I didn't play it until 2022, 2021, one of those years. Mm. So I played it. And I remember back. Jay saying, like, Nick, you should probably play this. You'll probably like it. And then I think yeah, else said the in same. In my mind, it feels very you. Sure. It almost felt more of how I imagined The Walking Dead should have been. Totally. Totally. Like, I feel like The Walking Dead took it a completely different way. Like, this is how The Walking Dead should have been, I think, in my mind. Definitely. And I think 
Oh, so difficult because this game exists in a period of games, especially PS4 exclusives, whereby yeah. they're literally all 9 or 10 out of 10. And this game has flaws that those games don't. And I think because of those flaws and game design choices that ultimately the game is very different. Um, but I think that it's there's definitely enough good there to justify playing it. And just because it's not a 9 out of 10 doesn't mean you shouldn't play it. And I think that's basically what you guys said anyway, frankly. I'd probably give it like either an 8 or an 8.5. I agree. I agree. I mean, so, on a good day, i give it a 9. <laughs> a very, very good day. I basically, so I sat down one day. I can't remember what I was doing. Or why I started playing it really. But... When did you start playing it? Like a month or two ago? Yeah, no, uh, May. Ago? I think in May. Bloody hell. End of May. Forever. Let's oh, put no. it this way I couldn't have started that game and not finished it as quickly as possible after I found out the story. Like once I knew that part of the story, I was like, dude, I have to finish this right now. I was pissed. I was like, I have to finish this. Like, I literally finished it within like a week and a half, I think. I was like, <laughs> I have to know. I have to know <clears> what happens. I think that's the, honestly the best thing about the game. It's a story captivated me right from the get-go. I was like, oh my god, I have to know what happens. Interesting. It took okay. so long to get there, dude. I was like, oh so... my god, come on. Oh, <laughs> just give me, tell me if they do. Like, oh my god. Oh my god. Yeah, so I, I sat down one day, day and I was like, I'm going to play it for an hour and I'm going to see how I get on. And if I, it doesn't grab me, it doesn't grab me. And if it does, it does. An hour isn't and good And lo and behold, I think a few hours later, I'm still playing it. And I'm like, yeah all right fair enough and then i keep playing it and then i call up hell and i'm like i've got no idea why i'm playing this game still but i'm yeah, playing it's it a still. good game it's well written and i think that the core mechanics and survival mechanics are really decent and i think they that's are, what keeps yeah. me playing like like needing to get petrol can be annoying but i think it's actually quite fun and i think there's loads of different bits and the fact that you have to build up strength to fight the hordes which almost feels like end game content at this point it does yeah i i died so many times at the beginning just because mm. I, I thought i was more powerful than i was and i had to keep like, you have to actually go quite far into the game before you can do most of the beginning content to be honest. totally yeah. but the i which think it's good because it makes it feel more survival-esque doesn't it yeah, it does. It you does. have to earn your power a lot more. And um, as you can imagine, it, it is an action-y game, but also it is also a stealth game. And a quick yeah. side note here for everyone. Um, if you analyse, apart from Spider-Man, even though th that has stealth too, most of AAA games coming out right now have a strong stealth element. And that is very mm. interesting to me. Does Ragnarok? I don't know. No. Did the first game? No. Oh, that's funny. I'm surprised. That might be one of the only ones. There you go. Um, but last for Senua is, has it. Ghost of Tsushima right. is. Senua has it. It's kind of. From Software has it with Sekiro. Yeah. So there's loads of examples, but I don't know whether that's a Metal Gear Solid influence or like an Assassin's Creed influence. Splinter but a Cell. Lot of but a lot of games these days have a strong stealth even uh, Wolfenstein has strong stealth mechanics Dishonored so I just thought that was really interesting yeah. but anyway so I keep playing this game and I don't really know why but I'm enjoying it and um, I actually kind of like how it reminds me of a PS2 game in a good way yeah. like just doing missions it upgrading leveling very up very solid actually now that you, put, that you kind of put it that way Stealth, it felt like, almost more Japanese of a game than anything else. 
it's the stealth was like fair you know and like it was it was just it was cool and then um what's interesting jay is that opposite to you i played it to play it i didn't play it for the story necessarily i like the characters (laughs) but i think some of the i think personally for me some of the performances were a little bit ott um Uh... and there were moments when deacon i mean i don't know whether it's the character but i'll give you an example please like so you'll get a radio in and he's like, Deacon, it's Sir uh, O'Brien here. I, I need your help with something. He's like, Oh, Brian. Like, yeah, you go, O'Brien. Yeah, go on. It's like, What the fuck did you just say? Like, he to has me, this I constant that was what made it mumbling. Great. No, I thought that's what made it great. I think he, that was his character. Like, I, I think you maybe have a little bit less of an understanding of his type of character. Well, I don't know whether like he was just losing the plot a bit because, and that's why he was talking to himself. Well, yeah, you've also got to think like, if you're in that situation, you're not going to be yourself. I get that. I get that. You have you have to become something else to live to survive, right? I get that. Yeah. So if, to me, if it was an element of genius, mm, I, I didn't... didn't think it was OTT. I thought it was perfectly acted. I think it was. I think people should have won some awards <sighs> for that stuff. Interesting. Seriously, I think I think if those actors had done that performance in a movie, it would have won awards. Well, look, I, don't I think get this me game wrong. should be a I movie, think... by the way. I think they are making one, aren't they? I don't said they were going to. Same with Death Stranding, they're making a movie, I think, as well. I think that most of the acting was was phenomenal. I thought it was to great. To be fair, yeah, yeah. It was, especially with some, some of the characters. Did some really good jobs. So, I mean, what's his name? Is it? I forgot the name of the actor. He plays Darth Maul, doesn't he? Uh, he does the the voice of Darth Maul, and he also did um, uh, what's his Trey name Parker. Star Wars. Trey. No. Trey Parker. No. No. Uh, who's the guy who played um, in uh, Star Wars oh, game? Oh, him. Uh, the guy who voices Darth Maul. Something killer. What's the Star Wars killer thing? Oh, oh, Jay, you are throwing me off, bro. I thought you were talking about the stuntman for Darth Maul. You're not. You're talking about the voice actor and actor of Star Killer from Force Unleashed. There we go. Yeah, he also does the voice acting for Darth Maul as well. In the Clone Wars TV show. Yeah, but it's very well received. No, I know, but there's a different voice actor it's actually, for the film. Sure, well, obviously, yeah. yeah. Okay, but just let's just get. I just want to. That I was I think not. You clear. underestimate the popularity of that show. No, no, I've watched it. It actually might be the thing that he's most well known for. Yeah, I think you're probably right. Yeah, yeah. He he's the actor. Sam Whitworth guy, is it? Yeah, Sam he's Whitworth? the guy who plays yeah. uh, Deacon. Yeah, 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 yeah what i'm saying so like his pedigree is like up there is what i'm saying oh sh- i don't think it was an acting i think it was more of a directing thing for me but um yeah i guess yeah. so i think the directing had its quirks i don't think it was bad i think it was just different someone mm. just because there's something they're not used to doesn't mean necessarily make it bad but i can understand maybe personal preferences playing a, a role sure i think so, yeah, objectively so it was good i'm playing it yeah agreed. we've seen a lot agreed. we've seen a lot worse yeah agrees <laughs> So I'm sort of playing it to because I enjoy the mechanics and oh, that's both. I'm not just saying this to be different to you. But I actually not thought the, Devil's Advocate. This, this no. I actually thought the story <laughs> was the weakest part of the game in yeah, I that I that. didn't need to play the game in order to understand the story because I knew exactly what was gonna happen. Oh yeah, me pretty too. much like, the whole like, game like, from like three, like, four hours in, three like, hours yeah. in. Yeah. I'm yeah, like yeah. I know exactly where this is gonna go. 
I know exactly what's going to happen. Now, the one thing I didn't really expect was when I called you because, um, well, okay, spoilers well, for days gone for the next few yeah, minutes. Definitely. Um, I'll give you like a couple of moments to switch off if you want. Do I recommend you play it? Yeah, I, guess. Yes. I think you should try it out. See if see if you like it. Definitely. It's but brilliant. basically, um, you find your wife to no surprise, Sarah, later on yep. in the game. Yeah. And then there's about, I'm not joking, eight to ten missions where she yeah. kind of blanks you and kind yeah, of doesn't acknowledge doesn't, the fact that you've gone across the whole world to try and. Yeah. Well, and I just called they didn't it... go that far, which is what surprised me. They true. weren't that far away. That's true. They were like right but next to each other. That's why I had to call Jay because I'm like I'm on mission like seven and I'm like Jay, am I the only one on this fucking game that's like or oh, oh I don't know Sarah maybe you yeah. should kiss your fucking ex-husband and say like oh you know like don't ever leave oh, me blah 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 not even ex right sorry yeah you're right I'm like what as far as he was concerned act, he died this, not the acting but this character is like driving me nuts so yeah. I didn't even end up liking but the thing name, is, I uh, think Sarah that's what, that's what made it good in the end is the fact of how much it like blueballed you right no, no, I don't I think like a lot of people realize how much most media nowadays is just about blue balling the audience until right near the end, where there's like a sure. twist, and then it's like, oh, sorry, we blue balled you, but that's what made it good. It's about sure. the journey, not the not the destination, Nick. We all know this. Well, wow. I did not enjoy the story for Days Gone. I was the same. I actually like didn't like the character because of that reason for the longest yeah. time. But now looking back on, it, I'm kind of like, well. She kind of softened up enough for it to be okay. Mm. But I think, again, that played more into that personality of the character more than the actual directing of the story. I think when it came down to it, I thought, actually, that's just who she is. Like, she was about preservation. Like, she did that because she want, she didn't want him to be, them to be looked at differently so they could survive. It was more, it was more of a survival thing. I get that. that. I get it, but she could have done and it you have to, you have, but... No, no, I don't think she could have done I don't think she could have. I know. I know exactly how you're feeling. I felt exactly the same way when I was playing it. I was like, I, she, she, she should have just said it outright. They should have been like, oh, lovey, dovey, whatever. But looking back on it, if you really, really want to like really think about it, had she acted any other way, they probably might have been both killed off a lot earlier. The fact that sure. they kept it a secret is the reason why they even survived in the first place. I just think that there were parts of this game part, which definitely felt like. It reminded me a bit of God of War Ragnarok in some sections where, oh, look, there's this whole new area of the map because this game can't just be 40 hours long. We need it to be 50, yeah, 60 hours long. And I was like, oh, my <laughs> That's God, what, thing guys. Is, it, that can like, be annoying, but it can also be fun, like, eventually. Like, looking back, in the like, right, I have very fond memories of that time. Sure. In the right game, in the right scenario, with the right, like, for instance, you could probably put 80 hours into Elden Ring and not even see the light of day. Like, I it just I've flies by. Yeah. Um, but in a game like this, you know, 10 hours is a long time. Yeah, so this game felt like it should have been a 30, 40 hour game, but it ended up being twice as long. Yeah. But I think, um, I think with the, with so, the yeah. type of story, it would have, it should have been like, with the type of story they were trying to tell, it couldn't have been a 34 hour, so 40 hour game. It would have felt rushed. It would have felt bad. Yeah, that's true. That's probably true. That's probably yeah, true. Which I think they realized that whoever wrote this was like, oh, no, this has to be a long game. We need to be, yeah. And I do like the different acts in the story and how there's general groups that sort of move on and you discover. And that's yeah, quite people, good. It makes people. you, yeah, it makes you feel like it's quite. Cap- there's a good amount of character progression. Definitely. 
and um in the, in the one game and like i'm not that sad that there won't ever be a sequel to be honest um, they did say that there might be there's like a very very faint hint of it potentially happening at some point mm. but i think it was more down to the funding like sony were like the game didn't sell very well so i'm not gonna do anything else yeah, and I think again that's that's sort of BS because I think it did sell well. It just didn't sell ten million copies like their other. That's games the thing. Did. Sony, being a Japanese company, their expectations are way higher. They again they think of themselves way more than they should do. So but Xbox do as well, but they know that they're not anywhere near that. Whereas yeah, PlayStation, yeah. Think, PlayStation think they're the, the kings of gaming, but they're not. They so might I be think in some overall... instances for console sales, but not not in the way they think they are. <laughs> games, they're just not. So I think in general, you know, I enjoyed the gameplay. Um, the story, not great. Um, length, not great. But yeah. I did enjoy it. I'm glad I played it. I'm glad I platinumed it. Like you say, Jay, the platinum was was fairly accessible. Yeah. And actually, it doesn't require you to kill all the hordes either, which I thought was quite nice because I was a little bit like, I got no, I got to the end I of the game. I think I did anyway. I was like, <laughs> I don't blame you. They are quite fun towards the end of the game. Yeah, they are, yeah. But And some of them, by the way, like, when you go back with, with your full upgrades and you go back to some of the starting areas, you're like, oh my playing. god, this is so easy. Like, it's crazy. Yeah, a lot but... of it is confidence too, just being able to not be worried about dying or whatever it might be. Exactly. In that way, um, it felt kind of soulsy, but you know. Yeah, so I think uh, I, I did enjoy it. Um, a couple of things to report. I think the game looked really good and it ran really well on PS5. I don't know if they've it done an update well, to it, it yeah. but 60 frames, yeah. I think. But yeah. Yeah, I also um, I do like the music when it kicks in, but there's still music some pretty big bugs with the game. Um, in terms of like uh, enemy music wouldn't stop playing even after all the enemies are dead. And I didn't also... get any bugs. Oh, dude, I hit loads. Yeah, I think you might have just got unlucky. I think you like that. I don't know what it is. Whenever we play a game, we mean you can play. Let's put it this way: me and you are going to play play Starfield. I'm going to I'm going to come across no bugs. You're going to, you're going to come across so many. Like, I'll give you the happen. list. I'll give you the list. Yeah, exactly. It's just uh, going to happen. Like I, but... I'm just one of these people who don't come across bugs very often. And even if there is one, I tend not to even notice it as a bug. I think. I just think well, oh, it wasn't. Funny. It's not necessarily <laughs> game breaking, but I would say no, the, I think it the, has the to enemy. Be big for me to notice, I think, a lot of time. Yeah, the enemy music one was just annoying because I'll be riding around cool. on my bike ten minutes later, and I'll be like, I'm, I'm kind of sick of hearing this now. So, yeah. but I, um, I could, I could have yeah. sworn they fixed that. Maybe they fixed I mean, it after you played it. Like I could have sworn they updated it recently. Maybe. I think they did. Maybe. I think they updated it in like early 2023. I think. What's interesting is to see the rhetoric of this game because I I looked yes. at some reviews about this game um when it came out and it was pretty negative really. People I actually saying, think like, Death Stranding and this game had a similar rhetoric when it came to reviews and uh, how people talked about it. I think Days Gone was a lot worse, but I think again it was mm. similar. For some reason, people just I think people just don't get it. Well, yeah, some people were like saying this is a bad game. I didn't feel like. Well, like I was well earned for my time. I didn't feel like blah 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 blah, and I was like, "Too impatient." Did you play the same game as me? Like yeah. review. I think a lot of journalists don't finish games when they review them. Mm. And I genuinely more, Jay, think it should be a they've... rule that you should not be able to review a game until you've finished it. Mm. That should be a rule. Should be a hard rule. 
Furthermore, they've got so many things to worry about in terms of games coming up. They're probably not even in the present yeah. moment a lot. Which is the why time. they rush it. Like so many reviewers and journalists have to review like two or three games at the same time. That's why I don't really give a shit about talking to you about Days Gone four years after it comes out because, like, I just don't care. Like, we play it when we play it. Well, you it can is just what you, it can, is, you can formulate you know? your own opinion. You know. Yeah. Like, I think no... what you say about it matters more than what someone else says about it because they probably didn't play the whole thing anyway. Did they plan so who, Who's you know them I mean? to say? You know? Yeah, exactly. I feel like until there, you've like fully completed it, like you just shouldn't even be talked about necessarily. There is too much for culture around uh, day one reviews and stuff. Like no one gives a shit. Just review it properly. Well, luckily then, the you know. the review codes for Starfield went out like two weeks ago, so that's a decent amount of time. Is it enough though, Jay? Is it enough? I think I it's enough for me. If if you're a reviewer, you're going to do main campaign, aren't you? You're going to have to. Oh. I think most of the reviews will see. It will be based on uh, initial gameplay mechanics, um, middle game mechanics, and then end game for for, um, for campaign. And everything after that won't be reviewed until later. Cool. There'll be an updated review on everything, and it'll there'll be a second load of reviews coming through for stuff for later game content. Can almost sure. guarantee it. Have so to. yeah, so overall, I enjoy Days Gone. Um, yeah, it probably it. hit. Thanks. Yeah, I. I what was I going to say? Um, no, I'm glad I played it when I did because I can't imagine in any other time period of having enough mm. time to play it. That's one thing about a lot of games I've played recently. It feels, it feels like I played them at exactly the right time. Mm. I can't remember the last game I played where I thought I played that at the wrong time. <laughs> sure. I think Cyberpunk might be one of those ones that's on the fence where it's like, I kind of wish I'd played it maybe later. I don't know. It's hard to say. But I'm glad yeah, I played but Jay, it. Jay, at that time, there was no way anyone could convince you not yeah, to play that that's game. that's true. I've been waiting for that game for so long. I'm invested. So, very invested. So, yeah. Um, so, that's that. Cool. Um, any questions, just email us or drop us a note or something or message us. Mm. Uh, Crash 4, Jay. So Crash 4 is a game I bought on sale. Love Crash Bandicoot, obviously. And I never finished Crash 4. I think I played through like three quarters of it. Yeah, I and think got I'm a bit saying. Yeah, I got a bit stuck. I found it a bit too intimidating in regards I to can't play those all kind the of different anymore. activities and stuff. There's, I know what you mean in terms of They're that, kind of beyond me. The 3D platformer thing, I get that. But um, I think I just got to a point where the OCD thing kicked in. And I was trying to get all the gems and stuff. And I was like, no, no, I can't. It's too hard. And then I just freaked out and left, basically, and ran. And then I installed it on my PS4 back home the other day. I was like, I've never finished it. I've spent money on it. I should probably just finish it. Yeah, so, I'm like that with a lot of mine. <laughs> I mopped up a few trophies. I finished the game. And I also, yeah, I think I've only got um, not many trophies left, but they're all the really hard ones. So, Are they doable? No, no, not so, okay. Not. So they're not. They, you've kind not. of like given up already. Like I, I can't go any further. Oh no, 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 no! Crash Four is is regarded as one of the hardest platinums ever. I was going to say, I think uh, I've had people talk about that. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm not investing 300 hours for like I'm not a streamer. You know, I, I just no. I, I think streamers wouldn't even put that much time into it because they usually move on to the next thing anyway. I think you're probably right, but yeah. I'm glad I finished it. Um, the levels are challenging, but because of my new Dark Souls like essence i was gonna say you sort of almost have like an extra level of skill now right when you think i think to me when i when i finished the dark souls games and even Elden ring like part of i've almost felt like i actually leveled up as a gamer totally same with call of duty like once you get good at those games you do level up like your your fps skill is a hell of a lot better it's gonna definitely help the starfield and i think 
confidence, precision, perseverance will all improve as well. For sure. Definitely. Yeah, my confidence for gaming has gone way up over the last couple of years. Like, I always felt so timid coming into certain games, but now I, I don't really feel that as much anymore. And I think like it kind of goes of that, away within the first like half an hour, an hour. Yeah, and I think <laughs> not, part of that is all. becoming comfortable with you know dying, with retrying, with all that yeah. kind of stuff. Just knowing what the limits are, out. I guess. Yeah, exactly. So, um, so I'm glad I've got that off my plate, and that's one ticked off the bucket list, I suppose. The other game, yeah, too many. A couple of games left. Um, the first one is Destroy Humans 2 Reprobed, which is the remake. Yeah, I thought you'd play that eventually. The PS2 classic Destroy Humans 2. So it came to PS Plus um, mm-hmm. on the ser- on the subscription. So I, I was waiting for it to come to either Game Pass or PS Plus. Yeah, it quick... had to. Yeah. Oh, dude. It, well, the first one came to Game Pass, right? And this is what I thought it was interesting, Jay. This This contributes to my conspiracy theory that PlayStation are slowly but surely nicking a lot of really good games from potential game pass games so this game had game pass oh, written all over it right the first yeah, one does, came to game yeah. pass and yet they've nabbed it on ps plus and this and many other games like you see added right every month more games added to ps plus subscription and i just keep thinking like they are slowly nicking a lot of good grabs here from xbox so i know yeah. xbox have like persona and stuff but it's there's always time there's always time so what I'm with Sure Humans 2J. So I finished the first remake and enjoyed it, right? It's a PS2 game, but I enjoyed it. Interestingly, with Sure Humans 2, I think it might be timing, but I played it for a couple of hours and I think I didn't really okay, so first of all, in my mind, to Sure Humans 2, I remember way more than one because I played it a lot more. I remember and... one level one too, but yeah, I can understand why. I remember you playing that, yeah. And I think uh, part of that was because L got it, so it was yep. forbidden, and that probably attracted me more to it. I think I played through it multiple times. But anyway, point being, um, I played through it, and one, I don't think I realized how drawn out the content was in the game, because it's got uh-huh. a lot more in it, but yep. I don't necessarily think it's better content. And then also, Jay, I think maybe I've just gotten to a place right now for me where I was playing it and it's good. It looks great. It plays quite smoothly. Um, everything's, you know, as as it should be. But it's still a PS2 game. And I just, I'm in a frame of mind where I just think, yeah, I'm not, um, I'm good. So, yeah. yeah I guess it. it's kind of like junk food equivalent of games, right? And you just sort of play it and you don't necessarily need to like think anything too highly of it. It's just there for nostalgia and fun at this point. Totally. Which is still good to have. Yeah, so of course. If you're in the mood for it, you're in the mood for it. So. And maybe there will be one day where I really fancy finishing it, but right now, not interested. So, fair enough. There we go. The other game I think I called you about, Jay, was next on the FromSoft list. Game called Sekiro. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. Shadows Die Twice. So, well, I borrowed Sekiro off a mate. And for those who haven't been catching up, I've now gone through. Bloodborne, Demon Souls, Dark Souls 1, Dark Souls 3. So Sekiro's next up and Elden Ring, right? If you guys don't remember, Jay said, like, so Jay's tried this game and he was like, I can do it. I don't want to do it. It's more yeah, skill it's based take, than it is RPG. It's going to take way too much of my mental for me to even like, I mean, I'd have to, I'd have to really have nothing else going on and right. be just in the mood for that. Like, you have to be specifically in 
a very very focused mode to want to play for like game. two months but yeah yeah literally. a long time it's gonna take you a long time because you got like every area is different like it's just oh you're so, basically playing a whole new game every like four to eight hours right it's insane <laughs> so basically yeah. um Sekiro was so I was watching one of the RKG run throughs and Sekiro was actually one of the first games I watched Rory play and was mm. like oh yeah I watched Rory play and I was like oh I kind of fancied like I kind of fancied the look of that gameplay and that's what made me go to Bloodborne yeah, back aesthetically, in the day. yeah so anyway so long story short we get to Sekiro so I put it in I give it a go. I needed a podcast game and usually the FromSoft game is really good for that. So anyway. This one so, is Oh my god, dude. So I'm like opposite. <laughs> I'm like two hours in. I've gone through like the bit where you know with the hard boss at the start, blah blah blah. And I'm like all good, kind of groovy, like it feels satisfying. And then I'm like three hours in and I'm like, okay, I'm dying a lot more than the other games, and I feel like I'm still yeah. really shit. You and feel then I get, it right away. And then I get four or five hours in and I'm like I'm still in like the opening area. I haven't even got to the first boss yet. Yeah. This is. And then I um I call up my mate who's finished it like seven times, and he's like, "Yeah, Nick, bro, you just need to power through it. It's like the best game it you'll is. ever it's experience." It's a power through but... game, hundred percent. Yeah. And he was like, "I mean, he was like, where you at? Where like you that, at? But... Oh my god, he was like, where you at? And I was like, dude, I haven't got to the first boss. And he was like, Yeah, you're not gonna have a good time with that game. And I was like, and then I rang Jay, and I was like, Jay, just to be clear. Am I supposed to feel this bad at the game? And he's like, "Yeah." I'm like, "Yeah, no, I'm out. Nope, sorry, Fromsoft, you've you've done it. I'm it's not funny, playing it's this funny. game." Sekiro doesn't really feel much like a. It feels like an experiment from 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 soft from soft from from soft. <laughs> exactly. One. Um, that kind of because I remember that uh, even in Bloodborne or like some of the other Dark Souls games. Um, I want to say there was an interview with the director who said that when they were doing testing for bosses, the thing that they'd get, the feedback they'd get the most was, oh, this boss was really hard. So they made the bosses harder because they wanted like gamers just to be that good. Like, they wanted the quality of their of their bosses to be like so thought about that you'd have to get even better at it to like you have to like surpass your limit of what you think was going to be the thing. And I think they, they took that feedback and did it really, really hard, like too far over the edge with Sekiro. And they made it even harder with giving it a harder combat as well. So they added, they had, they added the hardest bosses in a FromSoft game ever, plus the hardest combat to learn. So I think it's just an experiment that probably went a little bit too far in one direction. It definitely, I mean, Unfortunately. from what I know, it was supposed to be a Tenchu game. It was a Tenchu, a Tenchu game, but became a new IP. And <clears> I can see how this other team, right? So they make Sekiro, then they make Armor Core 6. So you can kind of see that they're trying to experiment and diverse the portfolio of games they're making a little bit, right? But yeah. at the same time, like you say, Jay, I can see the line and I can see how to cross it. I can just see also how much time it's going to take to cross the line. And it's I a mixture just... of time and actual skill. Because I, I think I have the skill to do it. It's just it would take me a lot longer than I'm willing at right now. Exactly. And I think personally, one of the things that make Bloodborne so beautiful is and, that yeah. the, the line of reward with difficulty is almost perfect. It's very balanced. Yes, extremely balanced. 
Same and with think, uh, Dark Souls games as well. Elden Ring, they're all very balanced, yeah. And I think the issue for me personally with Sekiro is that they just threw the line out the window completely. Yeah, there, there isn't a line. It's just a, a whole beach and it, that you have to really slog through, or like a swamp. Dude, or the game yeah. is so different too. Like I Very think I I, yeah. I actually think I actually don't think it should be necessarily classed in the same pool as Bloodborne nope. and Elden Ring as Dark Souls. Nope. Nope. I genuinely nope. think, like I know you've got those people who do no hit runs for all the games and Sekiro. No hit runs. I just don't even think that like you don't have a creator class. There's music playing yeah, all the it's, time. It's not the same. There's, stealth, game there's a whole really stealth is, system. There's a new combat system. It, it it's hard, me, but it's, it's a like, completely different game. It's like looking at the like the the tree of evolution, and like like say we all come from apes or whatever. Like Sekiro is like a lizard, right? We're an ape. And and all the Dark Souls games are us and apes, but then like uh, Bloodborne is like uh, a small monkey. Like it's closer to apes, but like a lizard isn't that close to apes in comparison to what monkeys are. You know? Like it's a exactly. whole different ball game. It's on the yeah. same tree, but it doesn't necessarily make it make it like yeah, exactly you know, thing species or whatever. Like it's yeah. it's completely different. It and um, I think I really... I'm glad it's it, it's it. it it's its own thing, but I think it should be celebrated for that. I don't think it should be compared to yeah, other for Souls sure. games. So. And if I'm honest, Jay, I, I just I didn't quite Doesn't believe even feel like a you. Game, to be honest, I didn't quite. Yeah, believe you, why would you believe me? Well, I just you're like, oh, Nick, it's really hard. I don't think you'll like it. And I was like, okay, sure, Jay, well, I won't try like it. it. Yeah. But um, but I'm genuinely surprised by how different it is. And again, it it kind of bewilders me a little. Yeah, and it that, frustrates me thinking about this... it now. Why, but it angers me a little. It bit. also it also makes me weirded out that why did FromSoft get all this praise about this one in terms of game and of not, the year and all that yeah, stuff over the other the ones? Other ones? It, I know. I was just like, because this game to it me, was just timing, dude. Bad year for games. That was the best one of them all. Just, it's true. What it was, and also I do think you know you talked about earlier, Jay. That fit, was it fifty thousand people bought Dark Souls one. This yeah. to me feels like. They made the game for the fifty thousand, and that was it. Yes, 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 yes. They made it for the hardcore, and I'm okay with that. I'm cool with that. I'm just not going to play it. I'm yeah. cool with that. I'm just not going to play it. I'll come back to it, but I'll have to. I'll have to literally nothing going on. Like I have to be so motivated, like incredibly motivated. I'm just not. Dude, if you were like thing. Nick, I'm going to pay you for a week wages to play this game on stream. <laughs> yeah, crack on. I'll do it. Yeah, not a problem. You, feel, you need that extra motivation, and there just isn't like. Trophies aren't enough of a motivation for me. No, not, and even not the skill chance. of just getting good at it just isn't the motivation. Like I, I don't know if I'll ever get there. Honestly, I don't think I need to. It's not necessary. No, it's not necessary. You it's just what, know, like, understand your limits. <laughs> who have you got to prove, Jay? Who have you got? To no prove? one, absolutely no one. My follow-on question to this, though, Jay, mm. is that I now ha- okay, so I'm going to miss this game out. I'm cool with that. But my follow-on question is, how much? Of that mentality, did they put in Elden Ring? Because it makes me worried. None. Not even close. Okay. Elden Ring is like, like I said, is a lot more like Bloodborne than it is Sekiro. I guess sort of like the the, the love child of Bloodborne and uh, Dark Souls 3. Yeah. Uh, Oh, wow. Okay. All right. I'm cool with that. Yeah. It's a lot more fine tuned. 
Interesting. Like story wise, it's probably the best one. Uh, gameplay wise, it's probably the most satisfying. But I mean, Bloodborne is obviously, but like, uh, yeah, I'd say this is definitely more. Elden Ring is more on the level of, of Bloodborne versus Sekiro is sort of more on the level of Dark Souls Two. Fine. Oh, Let's that makes that. sense. That does make sense. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Because obviously, I think did they, it did went, this did it make go... Dark Souls Two as well? Did it? I don't know. That's a good question. I'm not sure. They did, but anyway, but um, yeah, I'm glad I tried it out. But um, well, I'll just watch RKG's run through now. At but... least you know now. At least you understand. Mm. You know. Also, Jay. You're on, you're um, on the level. Spoilers for Sekiro. If you haven't played, I mean, how would you've not played it yet? If you love, if you love those games. But anyway, yeah. Just skip ahead one minute if you if you don't want to hear. Okay. Um, there's the Guardian Eight bit, Jay. Yeah. Do you, you know the bit I'm on about? Um, I've heard that there's a lot of moments like that in Sekiro, so I'm interested to see what those look like from a YouTube perspective. And I think that's it. That was what I was going to say. I'd say this Sekiro is probably one of the most um, blindsided games you'll ever have. Like the game will blindside you every hour or so, and it'll make you figure it out as well. Like it won't give you; it'll give you some hints, but it'll, it'll give, actually give you more hints than you'd think. But it blindsides the shit out of you every time. It's like, oh my, what? Like it just throws a massive curveball all the time. It's just it's disorientating, but not in a good way. <laughs> yeah, that is disorientating. It makes you play it over and over and over and over and over until you actually finally get it to fine tune, which I think is good game development. I just think they might have gone on like a step too far. Well, it kind of reminds me of the horse boss in Wolong, right? And and yes. you, I think you remember. I mentioning... actually really enjoyed that, but sure, that felt more accessible you... than that. But yes. And I remember you mentioning that, you know, ironically, there's a horse, like the first boss in the game is a horse boss, right? In Sekiro. Yes. Um, um, but I feel like that boss is probably as hard or harder than almost any boss in Wolong, basically, in terms of timing, skill. I think any boss in Sekiro is harder than the hardest boss in Wolong. Yeah. Right, right, right. Like right. way harder. It's funny because Wolong. And uh, Sekiro actually have a very, very similar uh, combat mechanic system. Right, right, right. But Sekiro right. is a lot more... F- no, no. Wolong is basically the Sekiro mechanic, but a lot more forgiving. But like, there's a lot yeah, more yeah. frames of forgiveness. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Even though it felt tight at times. But um, yeah, I feel like if Sekiro had taken the Wolong thing instead, it would be a 10 times better game. <laughs> and it's yeah. already one game of the year, so it's like, how the fuck, you know? I, I think fair play to them for sticking to that. But it does make me wonder if you made it a bit more like accessible, like Bloodborne's accessible. I yeah, think they, it would have just been FromSoft you know? aren't a, aren't a very accessible friendly um, developer. That's not that's not their thing, which is surprising because yeah. Bloodborne felt a lot more accessible, but it it wasn't designed that way. Yeah. Do you, also, I Jay, think it's just because the mechanics lent themselves for an easier time. I think that's what it was. A lot of right. the time, the difficulty comes primarily from the mechanics. If you ask me. Also, what was interesting was I googled hardest FromSoft game just to see, just to sanity check. It'll myself, be Sekiro, it has to right? be, right? Do you know what else people said? People were like, oh, Bloodborne. I was like, Bloodborne? Oh, that's so easy. This man. Jesus yeah, Christ. no, everyone said Sekiro pretty much, like by a mile. Yeah. I think so, it's because um, Bloodborne, I think, was sort of like the first FromSoft game to actually get popular. 
like popular pop like yeah, more than mainstream. Yeah, yeah. If yeah, it wasn't yeah, for Bloodborne, yeah. Sekiro never would have won just Game of the Year. I think you're probably right about that because it wouldn't have had the same popularity. I think a lot of time Game of the Year actually comes like a part of the, like a third of the reason why Game of the Year is Game of the Year is because because of the popularity. And previous like, games. When was right? the last time? Like actually, it... What was the last time we had a Game of the Year that wasn't popular? Did um, it takes two? Yeah. Did that win Game of the Year? Yeah. That was probably the most um, surprise Least I've AAA. seen. Yeah, least yeah, triple A yeah. type game of the year, but that even that Jay is built up from a brother's A Tale of Two Sons, which is built yeah. up from oh, a way a way out, a way out. Yeah, there you and go. then yeah, do you know yeah, what yeah. I mean? So if it's kind of those, those games ran, so that one could walk. Exactly. Wait. Yeah. Sure. Or yeah. walked for run, which are way. Yeah, 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 yeah. Regardless, like, if it wasn't for those games setting the foundation, that would have never won game of the year. Exactly right. And exactly the pandemic right. helped as well. People were actually at home to play it. So there's a bunch of uh, variables as to why it got that far. But yeah, we can say the same about any game, I suppose. And with yeah. that, I leave you with this quote from Please. Sekiro. No idea the character or the place or the time. <laughs> Me neither, I don't think. Hesitation heard is defeat. Yes, that is basically the that is the motto of Sekiro, 100%. You hesitate at any point, you'll get blindsided and you'll die. You'll lose all your bar and that's it. And what's yeah. for what it's worth, I think um, I should probably take a few notes of that because I do hesitate way too much, yeah, especially no, when it comes to food menus. Game... I think I'm very hesitant. <laughs> that's just anybody with social anxiety or just anxiety in general. You reckon you, is that anxiety trait? You reckon that's anxiety trait, hundred percent. I can guarantee you. Like not, it's a, it's the a right... mixture of um, wanting to not seem awkward, um, anxiety, and also. Um, not wanting like wanting to seem confident like if you if you know what you want you seem you know you know what you want you're confident about what you want you know? mm. you're not someone who's like picky or wishy-washy or whatever like you can make a decision and just go and do that thing rather mm. versus someone who's like well like you know it's just seen as like a bad trait i guess but interesting yeah i've never seen it from that outside perspective by going depends how you look at it. it depends how you look at it it's all about perception it's all about perception i get you yeah Right, Jay, you ready to go? Yeah, I got one last thing. Oh, please, yeah, please. Uh, Dead Island Two DLC. They already they updated the game recently, and the 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 achievements for the DLC are out. They're actually on the official achievements list, but the DLC isn't out yet. So, bit strange, but there we are. When is the DLC? Not sure if it was intentional. I know they haven't actually given a date, which is weird. Like the the achievements are there, but the DLC isn't out yet. So it's really Sounds like it's going to shadow drop then, right? Potentially, yeah. I'm I'm looking forward to it though. Dead Island Two is one of my favorite games this year. Did you get the uh, season pass thing already? Yeah, I got the special edition, so the season pass is ready to go. And did you say was it three or four things to come out? I think you said. Um, they've already had a bunch of cos- cosmetic DLC come out. It's just now okay. the actual like story DLC is coming out soon. Okay. So and how, how I'll play I... that probably at Christmas, probably. <laughs> Nice. Like, oh, that'd but, be yeah. good. Yeah. Dead Island 2 actually is one of my like top five games this year. Maybe top ten. I don't know, I'd say. But it's it's very up there. Actually, funny you very say that, because I think Dead Rising 4 set at Christmas, isn't it? So I could see how sure. they should do a Christmas themed DLC. That'd be cool. That would be okay. cool. Yeah. Cool. Winter in LA. Winter in LA. That'd be cool. All yeah. right. We're gonna peace out. We will speak to you guys post our field. So Yes, it'll be a good time. See you on the other side. That's exciting, yes. isn't it? Oh, wow. I know, it's crazy. It's so crazy.
All right, guys. See you later. Bye.